The Xbox Activision deal has taken a new turn as Congress has stepped in, sending a letter to Japanese regulators with claims and stats that are a little misleading or maybe a little strange if you're familiar with how video game sales typically go in Japan. There are both claims and stats being used that upon scrutiny, I don't really think add up. And this seemingly happened in conjunction with Japan's regulator actually coming to a conclusion about the Activision Blizzard deal. Now, I'm going to put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the stream so you don't have to go looking for it. That way, if you want, you can hit subscribe and the bell button so you're here for the live streams. That's why the video is so long. So Congress has officially stepped in with a letter concerning the Japanese market. And we also have Japanese regulators, their conclusion about the Xbox Activision deal seemingly happening right on the heels of each other. And I want to look at a handful of things. First, I want to look at this Congress letter uh, and its claims. I really want to look at also what the Japanese regulators concluded and consider the actual facts about the Japanese market. Because I do think oftentimes here in the West and in America, people don't really understand how video game sales break down over there and Xbox's struggles are not so easily excused or basically blamed on Sony because that's kind of what's happening here. So let's take a look at the letter and its claims, okay? So they open by asserting that this is about the trade agreement between the US and Japan. They're actually trying to cite that. That's what they're saying, right? We are writing to raise awareness of an issue that is crucial to America American workers and companies, particularly in Washington state. Specifically, we are concerned about challenges surrounding the imbalance in the Japanese video game market and respectfully ask your assistance in promoting fairness in this area, consistent with the U.S.-Japan digital trade agreement. Now, you're going to notice this is kind of vague. It sort of starts out very broad, and I think that's important to remember, okay? The vagueness of this... I think is how they're formulating their argument. They're not making a claim. They're what they're wanting it to be looked into. You'll notice the quote unquote imbalance in the Japanese video game market is driving them to seek assistance with fairness, but they are really, really sure and careful to invoke the digital trade agreement between the two countries. Now, this is important, especially in light of the very misleading stat that they are using to bolster their claim. Many people are running around with this stat now like a talking point. I kind of think that was the point of this letter is to sort of feed the masses and the media a really, really juicy talking point and a really juicy stat that is wholly misrepresentative of the Japanese video game market. But here we are. That's the way the gaming and the news media runs information. So the second thing they say here is... Unfortunately, reports have indicated an imbalance in the Japanese video game market and the threat it can pose to the national video game industry, including to the Washington state industry. We are concerned that these practices appear to undermine the U.S.-Japan digital trading image. So here we go again with reports, sort of generic What reports are you talking about? Are you talking about reports that are actual from like economic centers? Are you you looking at actual GDP rates? Are you looking at the number of video game sales in Japan and sort of seeing where Xbox stacks up, where Sony stacks up? Because if you did that, I don't think you would have sent the letter because you would see who the real leader in Japan is and it's not. Sony. Pay attention to this because the stat they cite is the ground that this claim stands on, okay? So they've claimed twice now that there is an imbalance in the Japanese video game market. And they're going to use a stat 
to bolster that claim and you have to pay very careful attention to the stat and how they use it. I believe that this next section is hilariously damning of both Xbox and Congress's misuse of statistics. This is not something new to politicians. I believe it also betrays brazen ignorance about the very market that they are attempting to speak about. If you're going to talk about the video game market in Japan, maybe educate yourself. Here's the quote. While Japan allows foreign gaming companies to sell to its market, U.S. companies have failed to gain traction. For example, Microsoft launched Xbox in Japan in 2002, and despite 20 years of investment, still only has 2% of the high-end console market. Now, careful, you gotta catch what they just did there. They're talking about the market as a whole. They're talking about the video game market as a whole, and they talk about how Microsoft's invested over there for 20 years but then they only want to talk about the high-end console market which is a market that has struggled to get saturation and to meet demand and to create these consoles the series x the series s and the ps5 reports have indicated they continue that sony which holds 98 percent of the japanese market again only if you look at high-end console market you're not looking at the market so when you read that stat 98 percent of the japanese market that's a misleading phrase they don't have 98 percent of the japanese video game market that's a flat-out lie okay wouldn't be the first time politicians lied to you now It says here that Sony has paid third-party game publishers to preclude access to their content and negotiated exclusivity arrangements that prevented Xbox from hosting popular video games in Japan on their system. So, reads kind of like a boo-hoo, we can't get any footing over there and it's your fault, right? So, they're very quick to establish... Well, this is why there's an imbalance in Japan. And the imbalance they cite is one particular form of video game distribution. High-end console sales. So this is completely fallacious argumentation because the exclusive deals that Sony's been using for a very long time has nothing to do with the actual high-end console distribution. High-end console distribution has struggled for everybody since 2020 because of the ability to create them. So the first thing they do is they point to the 20-year window that Xbox has been in the Japanese market, and then they quickly run to a cherry-pick stat about the high-end console market. They are intentionally omitting Nintendo, which hilariously Nintendo destroys their entire argument remember all those times that people said well Nintendo does just fine without Call of Duty Sony doesn't need Call of Duty do you remember those days oh they weren't so long ago a distant history of I don't know six months ago when everybody was saying that Call of Duty would be taken from Sony well they're not saying that anymore because the CMA just provisionally approved the deal on the basis of Call of Duty staying on PlayStation because they agree that needs to stay there because if not, it would irreparably harm competition. But, you know, a couple of months ago, they were going to take Call of Duty from Sony and Sony would be just fine without Call of Duty. Nintendo does just fine without Call of Duty. You bringing that same energy? I don't think you are. Well, the demonstration here is glaring numbers that we can look at that completely repudiate Congress's claim that this balance is something that Sony is doing. So let's just look at the top 20 video game sales in Japan just last year. It's so big I, I, have, I, I have to get out of the way. Look at this. 20 
of the top 100 best-selling games in Japan in 2022. And I'll count it quickly for you. 18 of these are Nintendo. Nintendo, 18. Look at the quantity of sales. The Nintendo, they're, they're literally the Nintendo Switch. They're the dominant force in the Japanese market. You're ignoring them. If you want to look at imbalance in the Japanese market, you can talk about how amazing Nintendo does. And miraculously, they do this without any of the Sony exclusive deals. It's crazy. It's almost as if Sony signing exclusive deals has nothing to do with video game distribution in the Japanese market. What seems to drive video game sales in the Japanese market is launching good games, something Xbox has struggled with for the last 20 years. But wait, there's more. Let's look how well Microsoft fares on their home turf. Let's not even look at Japan. Let's look at the top 20 games in the U.S. So here's the top 20 video game sales for last year, 2022, in the U.S. And Microsoft is, again, strangely absent from the list. So they're not really at the top of the charts in the U.S. either, which is not really surprising given the cadence of launches that they've had and the fact that they're never going to show up on commercial reports like this. I can't point. I can't point. Which one is it? They're not going to show up on commercial reports like this because they're, they're, they're funnel is Game Pass, okay? Nintendo, even on this list in America, Nintendo holds six spots out of the top 20, okay? They hold almost a third of the num- of the of the top spots in the US. Nintendo's the one that's crushing it basically everywhere. Now, I wonder if we need to examine the imbalance in the US market as well then. Do we need to look at how poorly Xbox is doing in America? Do we have anybody to blame for that? Do we have anybody to blame for their lack of growth? growth and their lack of footprint is it sony's fault also that they're struggling to top the sales charts in america since they're non-existent in the u.s market as far as top sales go so if the japanese market is imbalanced in any direction it is squarely in the favor of nintendo by such an overwhelming margin that targeting sony isn't just foolish it's dishonest everyone is obviously running to the public and discussions in twitter and everywhere else they can using this 98 percent figure to claim that Sony is guilty of antitrust violations or anti-competitive behavior. It's just dishonest and it's a misleading stat. Even if we grant that exclusivity deals with Japanese titles are at some level a causality for Xbox's struggles in Japan, they omit Nintendo because Nintendo demonstrates the falseness of the claim. Nintendo absolutely dominates without a single one of the exclusivity deals that Sony has. Let's just look at software distribution between Sony and Nintendo for a great visual, wrong slide, for a great visual of just how stupid Congress looks right now. Do you see this pie chart? Do you see the big blue Pac-Man eating the small piece of the pie? That is Switch. That's Nintendo. The two little slices up at the top, the red and the orange, that's the PlayStation. Okay, Nintendo is enormous in Japan. They're literally eating like that's pack. That's a blue Pac-Man just eating the PlayStation software distribution in Japan. But but the imbalance is Sony's fault. The it's not Sony. It's Sony's the reason that Xbox is failing. The exclusive deals haven't seemed to budge the needle on Nintendo's profitability and software distribution. Maybe. 
Congress should focus on not getting embarrassed by the TikTok CEO about privacy issues. Maybe Congress should focus on imbalances from consolidation with respect to the 10-year stagnation of the internet infrastructure in America as they've allowed all these massive tech mergers that have harmed the consumer's options and choices. Maybe focus on your home turf first before you start trying to throw rocks through your glass house at the Japanese market. You seemingly are ignorant of how it even breaks down anyway with respect to video game distribution. So I would focus on your home turf first, Congress, before you start looking at Japan. All right, get your own house in order. The tactic from Congress, and this is likely led by Microsoft behind the scenes, this just furthers the embarrassing state of Xbox's attempts to grow their gaming division. If you tug on this curtain only slightly, the argument crumbles into Microsoft has failed to enter the gaming market competitively across the globe. It just seems like they're looking for an excuse. Next, we can look at the decision from Japan's regulators this really surprised me at first but then the more I thought about it I was like this isn't really that surprising if Japan's only regulating their market okay according to the VGC the Japan Fair Trade Commission has published a statement in which it says it has quote reviewed the transaction and reached the conclusion that it is unlikely to result in substantially restraining competition in any particular fields of trade This isn't surprising if you really think about it, right? It might seem strange to see Sony's home country approving the deal, but within the Japanese market, I don't think the Japanese regulators could make a case of this being disruptive. It's difficult to find hard numbers, but I would imagine Call of Duty versus other Japanese games that land on Sony, I would imagine that they this makes this less of a deal. Like if Sony went got total foreclosure on Call of Duty like Microsoft just took it from them I don't know if Japan would look at that and say oh my gosh that's so disruptive to our market as an example we can look at this chart here to see these are the most popular games last year top selling games and you can see Call of Duty's at the very top in the US it was the, it was the, and this is we're talking about Modern Warfare 2 okay it's nowhere to be seen the Japan list is over here Call of Duty's nowhere to be seen over here splatoon is at the top okay and where is splatoon oh over here this is another reason congress should do a little bit of research about video game distribution and statistics for the japanese market so you can see here the japanese regulators might be looking at this and be like listen we we don't we don't really need call of duty over here (laughs) It's, it's it's topping the charts in america it's the most sold game in the u.s in 2022 it's not even in our top 10 all right so i could see the japanese regulators saying even if we see disruption around call of duty it's just not a factor for our consumers i'm not sure if that was the reasoning they send it to talk about supply lines as well they didn't think supply lines would be disrupted because everything is d- delivered digitally well not everything but more and more things are being delivered digitally it makes you wonder though why they wouldn't say well this is a factor for sony because if sony is saying hey this is a factor for us sony's their third largest company it's the third largest company in japan so it really makes me wonder if the timing here isn't a little suspicious like right around the time that congress is setting a letter to japan japan saying oh yeah the deal can go through almost like yeah leave us alone we don't we don't we don't care about this crap I- i'm not sure in any case this is another win for microsoft and those hoping the deal goes through this is another win for you you got you know sony's home turf saying yeah the deal can go through ultimately i think the letters from congress go nowhere because they're horribly horribly argued 
I'm anybody who looks at it can see that they're they're ridiculous. Microsoft, I think, is going to turn its focus to defending cloud because that's kind of the next thing they're going to have to defend. And the jury is still out. If anybody's going to bring up mobile concerns, whether it's regulators or the companies. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. Congress deciding to step in to the fray for Microsoft has, from where I sit, looked more embarrassing and ill-informed than helpful. It honestly feels like talking point ammunition more than legitimate concerns or legal argumentation. We will no doubt have to hear about Sony keeping Microsoft from growth in another market rather than look to the litany of reasons for Microsoft's failings. Xbox is starting to sound like the rich kid whose parents blame everything but the child for their mistakes and their screw-ups. It's everybody else's fault that Xbox gaming division has struggled and has not competed globally. It's everybody else's fault. It's not Microsoft's fault. It's not Xbox's fault. They almost shuttered the division like nine years ago, but it's everybody else's fault, not theirs. Give me a break. Number two, Japan approving the deal is definitely pushing this one step closer to being done, but it honestly isn't that surprising. The only thing about Japan's conclusion that I found interesting was the timing. Given how slow everything has been, it's likely just a coincidence. Like, I don't think Japan, like, whipped up a response because they saw this letter from Congress. It could just be total coincidence, although I don't really believe in coincidences in these situations anymore. So maybe this was their response to be like, all right, fine, you guys are going to come at us. Just leave us alone. The deal can go through. Go back to whatever you were doing. Conclusion. At this point, the bigger question is, What will Sony's response be? Claims that they may be guilty of antitrust behavior in their own home market during the same week that their home market regulator approves the deal is certainly a rough spot to be in. Given how much they have pushed back against the deal, I highly doubt they're going to take this one laying down. Unless, of course, this is part of the plan. Push against the deal until you get enough Call of Duty woven into approval, and then you just push for the best contract that you can get. This quite might possibly be one of the outcomes they were hoping for. If they sensed that blocking the deal was a long shot, pushing Call of Duty into the center stage was probably their best option. And there's certainly a chance that they gave Japan regulators the okay once they got the CMA's recent conclusion. You see how those two things might be tied together. Sony might be saying, listen, the CMA just approved this with Call of Duty literally written into the approval. That's all we wanted. We start. They, they may have started to sense that we're not going to be able to block this. Let's just make sure Call of Duty is woven into approval. We'll fight for the best contract we can get according to the regulators' conclusions. And then once that happens, they go to Japan and say, okay, all of our concerns are, are now answered. You guys just push the deal through. We'll, we'll argue a license or a contract with, uh, with Microsoft or Activision. Vision Blizzard. Even Bobby Kotick recently took to the to the airwaves to say, "Listen, we're really disappointed in Sony's behavior, but we're going to continue to work with them because you kind of have to to get ROI in this deal. Sony makes up way too much of the revenue for ABK annually for them to afford to be petty. It just wouldn't work. The deal would basically self implode. Time will tell, but I do think Sony's, Sony's either got one more play or they're ready." to come to the table and maybe take a contract. And that's the show open. And that's the show open, guys. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Thank you so much for already giving me 100 likes. We're 19 minutes into the show, and there's so many people here. I would love, 
I would love to know what y'all think about this. Dan, thank you so much for coming back in and becoming a member. We're already getting member renewals. Let's see first members. Let's see gifted members. I'm seeing a super chat. I'm seeing people were already having their comments deleted. Maybe you were being nasty. We don't allow that here. If you're watching over on the Tickety Talk, holy moly, I got 10 roses from Colby. If you guys are watching over here, one of the best ways to support me is to click on my profile, watch on YouTube, and become a member. The more you watch on YouTube, the more you might get a gifted membership as well let me slide the coffee into the frame and then let's track the daily member goal let's get that first 25 members every 25 i have to give five and i gifted five yesterday during the premiere i did cover the xbox uh game pass one dollar deal ending okay so dark born with a five dollar super chat tip what if sony is talking to Japan to possibly make a publisher acquisition so they push this through. Sony could do their thing right after. There was an amazing theory trotted out yesterday during a members-only stream, right? There, 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 was, a, there was an amazing... Uh, somebody trotted out a theory, and they said the reason that Apple and Google aren't saying anything is once this deal goes through, they have their own acquisitions that they want to do. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe Sony's got their own acquisition lined up. I have no idea. I'm sure it's a coincidence that as soon as 11 U.S. lawmakers complained to the JFTC, the JFTC approved the ABK deal days afterwards. That's not a sign of valid points at all. Well, I just don't think there are they are valid points. You can't argue that Sony is controlling the market or making the market in Japan imbalanced when they're not even the market leader. Like... The market leader is Nintendo. That's Switch software sales versus PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Like, it's it's an erroneous argument to be like, oh, Sony has 98% of the video game market. No, they don't. No, they don't. That's, that's, That's not accurate. That's a claim that's been completely, like, flubbed days after. It was like the same day, wasn't it? I don't know the exact timeline. I felt like it hit the same day. I had people coming to me and saying, Japan approved the deal. Japan approved the deal. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I got offline. I was no longer streaming. I checked Twitter and I saw Congress had sent a letter. I'm, I'm fairly certain it was like same day. The approvals have been coming for a while. Yeah, I don't think they whipped up a, a, a regulatory approval because, oh, we got a letter for some from some Congress people. Like, come on. You think those 11 congress g- congressmen have any weight in Japan's market at all? Give me a break. It looked so impotent. Go read the letter. It reads like a joke. PlayStation is dying. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing that people misunderstand. They honestly think that this deal going through is PlayStation dying. How on earth could the market leader die because the company that's been in third place for 20 years suddenly gets gets to the table to play they suddenly get to the table and can start playing like microsoft gets this deal and according to everybody here oh that's how they compete that's how they compete so the minute they start competing they just automatically kill sony that doesn't even make any sense like that's not logically connected the mar- the, the market dominant video like listen to the argument Belanger gaming for six months of membership thank you so much for coming back listen to the listen to the, the idiocy of the argument 
Sony is so big, they control the Japanese market, they've made it really hard on Xbox, they've, they're protecting their market dominance. It's just not fair. And that's the arguments to let, to let Microsoft get this acquisition. And then once the acquisition goes through, all that praise that you just lauded Sony just goes out the window. Yeah, Sony's dead. Set the clock, Sony. Set, set the clock. Like, what do you mean? You just argued that they're so dominant that the only way Microsoft can compete is with this deal. One guide? I'm not getting one guide. I've seen this all over Twitter. There's this narrative that, like, Sony ponies are scared and Sony fans are scared and PlayStation is scared. Come on. Come on. That's not... There is literally no way... Yeah, and that's the other one. Jim Ryan's getting fired. That's the other one. Yes. Yes. They're going to fire Jim Ryan because Microsoft spent a bunch of money. That makes perfectly good sense. Yeah. Sony's going to say, hey, Jim Ryan, you're out of here. Microsoft threw $70 billion at the market, and you couldn't block it by yourself. Right? So... Here's the thing that's amazing to me with the narrative points that people throw out. You can tell that there's no thought behind it. You've not done any research. It's not facts-based. It's pure fandom-based. Jim Ryan's crying and desperate and should just let the deal go through. If Jim Ryan fails to block the deal, he'll be fired. What? How many brains do you have? Four? That cognitive dissonance is, is, is insane to me. So he's desperate and crying and acting unprofessional trying to block the deal he should he shouldn't be trying to block the deal but if he fails to block the deal he's going to be fired i don't understand which is it which is it is is he supposed to block the deal and if he fundamentally fails to block the deal will he be fired or is he being uh, a desperate crying child and and should just let the deal go through like which which one do you feel like picking hex was 16 months keep kicking lono providing some of the best gaming news coverage out there i appreciate that Jim Ryan, Jim crying Ryan is doing his job. Yeah, you have to call him a name though. Like, yeah, he's doing his job, but he's crying. Okay. According to Famitsu, PS5 marks bigger, biggest ever month in Japan with sales up over 450%. It's the first time Sony's console has outsold Nintendo Switch in the region. Thank you, Nova Hands. If you actually look... If you actually look at the video game market in Japan, claiming that Sony is is hurting Microsoft's ability to get a foothold is ridiculous. It doesn't even stand up to basic scrutiny. For the first time that in in the region, Sony has managed to outsell the Nintendo Switch. Like Nintendo is the dominant platform. They're the dominant video game distributor in Japan. He's crying because he's about to lose his job. Are you kidding around, Eugene? Or do you actually think they're going to take his job if this if the deal goes through? Do you think Sony's going to look at him and say, yeah, you failed. You failed to block this deal. We're letting you go. Why do people feel the need to assign human characteristics to companies? I have no idea. What's good, Feed? Good to see you in the chat. Yeah, and they can't. Japanese law prohibits it. Is he trying? Is somebody trying to claim they're going to buy Sony next? Is is that that's always my favorite? That's always my favorite claim. Bet on it. Is that what Ghost Legit's claiming? Hang on. Let's see. 
Is that the claim? You think Activision's the only thing Microsoft's going to buy? All the casuals go to Xbox. PlayStation won't die completely, but PlayStation will fall off massively. No, it like you have to look at the commercial sales on that platform. You don't know what you're talking about. Like they're okay. Think of it this way. So when I showed, uh, where's when I showed this 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 right here? Okay. Look at look at the game sales on this. I can't do this. It hurts my brain. Okay, here we go. Look at the game sales on this side, all right? Splatoon, Pokemon, Pokemon, Kirby, Nintendo Switch Sports, Mario Kart, Minecraft, Mario Party, Super Smash Bros. Elden Ring. So Elden Ring's like what? Is that like the only non-Nintendo one up there? Aren't those all? Yeah, even the Minecraft is the Nintendo edition. So what one non-Nintendo title is on the is on the top 10, right? I don't I don't think with the way Japanese distribution happens, like I don't think PS5s just had like a 450% rise in sales in the Japanese market because of Call of Duty. You're you're ignoring, you're ignoring the monsoon of people who buy a PS5 and buy other titles. Like PlayStation is not suddenly in trouble because of this deal. The other thing you have to consider is Sony makes up 13 to 14% of Activision's annual revenue. Activision Blizzard suddenly owned by by Microsoft, they can't afford to chop off 13 to 14% of the annual revenue. They're in a symbiotic relationship with them. So that level of revenue, they can't cut off, which means Sony's not under some kind of threat once this deal goes through. They're not under any kind of a threat. Like, you guys legitimately are doing this, like, USA, USA chant, and you don't realize just how much the Japanese market and a Japanese company like Sony is endemic to the video game world right you you don't see it microsoft has not struggled in japan because of sony microsoft has struggled in japan because japan is loyal to their platforms they're loyal to nintendo they're loyal to sony they're loyal to japanese games now somebody might say oh but if xbox could have gotten those japanese games that that would have helped them grow over there probably not they would have needed exclusivity deals. If you can buy a Japanese game on an American-owned console or a Japanese-owned console, the Japanese people are going to primarily buy a PlayStation 5 for those Japanese games. So even if you get rid of the exclusivity deals, Microsoft's still going to struggle there. And that's a very important point going forward. Activision Blizzard deal, that's Microsoft's backdoor into the Japanese market. You're just not looking at it like that. You're not looking at it like that. If Microsoft successfully gets ABK, which it looks like they will, then that's their back door into the Japanese market. They now have a platform that's they now have a platform they can sell software on that's endemic to the Japanese market. They can basically sell to the Japanese people. That cause right now they struggle to do that. Look at these holiday twenty twenty two lifetime sales in Japan. Microsoft getting crushed by Nintendo and Sony. Yeah, it's it's not even a close race. And if you yeah, if you look if you look at these hardware 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 sales, the Switch OLED model, 3.5 million lifetime sales in Japan. PS5 is 
lifetime why is that a two million there's not two is there two million in circulation just in japan switch is 19 million switch Lite 5 million playstation 5 digital edition 9 million um i'm sorry i'm sorry three nine thousand and then xbox series x and s is all the way down in like the quarter of a million status like you're not just failing in japan because of exclusivity deals Darkborn with a $5 super chat tip. Xbox has struggled worldwide. Of course they struggled in Japan where they barely marketed and had any games made by Xbox for that market. That's exactly right. Like this congressional letter is stupid. It's like they've not struggled in Japan because of Sony exclusivity deals. You're just trying to take a shot at Sony. If you actually analyze the video game market in Japan, it has nothing to do with Sony. Sony is monopolizing Japan and high-end gaming consoles. That's simply false. That's just simply false. That that claim is not substantiated. The way that the Congress people are substantiating that claim is so misleading, brother. It's so misleading. They struggle because of Sony's anti-competitive tactics. No, they don't. That's an unsubstantiated claim. There is no evidence to point to Microsoft struggling in Japan because of Sony. Sony has exclusivity deals on games that Microsoft can't get. Those same exclusivity deals keep games off of Nintendo. Nintendo is the Goliath over in Japan. They're the king. It's it's not even... It, this is... The blue part of this pie chart is Nintendo Switch software sales versus PS5 and PS4. You're looking at the wrong... Th- you're looking at Sony... According to the regulator's market definition? No, that's not according to the regulator's market definition. That's according to the congresspersons sending a letter. If you look at the Japanese market and you only look at high-end console sales, that's not the market. That's that's not the market. The video game market in Japan is bigger than high-end console sales. You also have to consider something. High-end console sales have struggled with distribution and meeting demand for the past three years. Where do you think Xbox focused their attention for Series X and Series S distribution? Where do you think they focused their attention? As they're struggling to meet demand, as they're struggling to get production out, where do you think Microsoft focused their attention? America. And where do you think Sony focused its distribution attention? Japan. So... It stands to reason that in the last three years, there would be a significant more amount of PlayStation 5s in circulation in Japan versus Xbox Series X and S. And the S actually did quite well in Japan for a quarter because there was nothing available and the S, the Series S distribution was higher for a while and it sold really well for like a quarter in Japan. By their logic, Microsoft should build their own Japanese game competitors like they want Sony to create a COD competitor. Well, but that's not the that's not the logic that they use. The logic that they use is we're going to give you a 10-year contract and if you're scared of losing Call of Duty, 10 years is enough time to create a rival. That's what they're saying. But they're not going to do foreclosure strategy, but they still tell you you basically have 10 years to make a rival. Sony doesn't focus in Japan anymore. They focus more in Europe and USA. But I'm talking about the last three years. If you look about, if you look at distribution of the console, you know, PlayStation Five has sold two million of their consoles in Japan. Two million. That's the other thing you'd have to consider. 
what's the breakdown of PlayStation 5 distribution globally? If Sony PlayStation 5 has sold 2 million you know, units in Japan, wh- what have they sold globally? So what percentage of their distribution is even in Japan? So Microsoft struggling in Japan, you, you, if you're going to blame it on those exclusivity deals, that doesn't stand to scrutiny. It just doesn't. It doesn't stand to scrutiny. If, if, if you're going to attempt to claim that, you have to explain why Nintendo's the dominant platform without any of those exclusivity deals. And if you start saying, oh, well, it's because Nintendo created really popular first-party titles. Hmm. Almost like that's a strategy to get your market distribution up. Almost as if that's a way to be competitive in a market. Right? If most of the studios aren't in Japan, it would make sense to move SIE headquarters. Xbox has been trying to crack the Asian market for years. Their games and software simply aren't popular there. Right, and Pete, the argument is because Sony does exclusives with Japanese titles, that's why Microsoft's failed in, 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 the, Jap- in the Japanese market. Yo, terminal stupidity with the first five gifted members of the day. So generous as always, always helping us out here and helping you out with gifted members. It goes to Shannon, JG from Space, uh, Kissifer Powell, Stephanie, and me first, please. You guys all get memberships. Welcome on in. If you want to pay it forward, if you just got a membership and you can afford to pay it forward, click the dollar sign and you can gift one member at a time. Nintendo is not dominant in the high-end market. Stop conflating the arguments. If anything, talk. No, 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 no. I'm not conflating. They're conflating. Their own quote conflates it. They go from saying that oh, the high-end market, and then they say Sony has 98% of the market. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You just said that Sony has 98% of the market in Japan. That's not true. If we're just talking high-end console market, that's not the last 20 years either. Their argumentation is so horrendously fallacious. Where is it? It's the third image slide? Right here. Microsoft, this is from the congressional letter, by the way. Microsoft launched Xbox in Japan in 2002, and despite 20 years of investment, still has only 2% of the high-end console market. Interesting. How long has the high-end console market been going on? Not for 20 years. That's an interesting conflation within their own dadgum sentence. Reports have indicated that Sony, which holds 98% of the Japanese market, false. That's not true. They just said something that's false. Oh, but they mean the high-end console market. Then say that. See, that stat doesn't read as pretty, does it? That stat doesn't read as pretty if you say Sony holds 98% of the high-end console Japanese market. That doesn't read as pretty. That doesn't work as good for your talking points. But what everybody's running out and saying is exactly that quote. Sony has 98% of the Japanese market. No, they don't. No, they don't. That's simply false. Sony is also a global monopoly. Yes. Tell me you know nothing about economic antitrust laws without telling me you know nothing about economic antitrust laws. Sony is a global monopoly. Really? Do you care to compare the size and reach uh, and, and, and global position and dominance between Sony and Microsoft? Do you want to make a comparison? Yo, Rockin' Robin just dropped 
a 25 bomb on chat. I now owe you guys five, and the next goal would be 50 for another five. That is a big one. Rockin' Robin's like, I got a monopoly on chat right now. Gee, Christmas. That's a good art article. Xbox is unlikely to be able to buy big Japanese studios. Yeah, some of the studios have a lo- there's laws about certain companies in Japan that a certain percentage of shareholders have to be Japanese citizens, so you would never you can't buy them. That they do that to protect their companies from external country buyouts. Like that's literally law. Like you can't buy Sony if you're if you're outside of Japan. It's not possible. The high-end market isn't from Congress, it's from the regulators. Right, but in particular, in in the particulars of that argumentation about when Sony didn't want Nintendo included, that has nothing to do with establishing the entirety of the video game market in Japan. See, that's another thing that's getting ripped out of context. People are like, well, Sony's the one that didn't want Nintendo included. Yeah, and within the context, this is, that's not what they were talking about. They weren't talking about who has the most dominant position in the video game market. They were saying, if you're actually going to compare, you got to compare us to Xbox One-to-One. They weren't saying, oh yeah, we want you to compare us to Xbox One-to-One to show that we're, we're the market leader in Japan. Why is there so much personification of these companies, says Zep? I don't get it. This is just business and, object- uh, and objectively, what Lona was saying is pretty much true. Sony's monopoly in what sector? About 70% PlayStation, 30% Xbox, I think, on global distribution, therefore too dominant. (laughs) That's not an argument. That's not an argument. Compare how many McDonald's franchises are in existence compared to Burger King. Does that mean McDonald's is too dominant? You don't know what you're talking about. You're literally spouting nonsense that you probably read somewhere else. That's simply not true. If companies are competing and one company is more dominant, that doesn't mean they're too dominant. Do you care to compare dominant market positions of Microsoft versus other software companies? Do you want to do that? Because I got news for you. You're going to be shocked at how bad your argumentation is with respect to the company that you're defending. Well, yeah, that's too dominant. Okay, well, let's compare software distribution. Let's compare uh, Microsoft Windows operating system distribution to other operating systems in the market. Let's compare uh, Microsoft Office to other software distribution globally. Do, do, do you want to do that? Because I, I think you're going to start to see you know nothing about what you speak. You you can't look at a company and say, hey, you're doing a really good job. We have to manipulate the market because you're too dominant. What? That's not what monopolies are about. Monopolies and antitrust laws are established so that you can't buy controlling interests of supply lines or, or companies to harm your competitor. That's what monopolistic laws and antitrust laws are in place for. Stop comparing food with games. They're not the same. I'm not comparing food with games. I'm saying when you have a company that control that, that gets to a dominant position, they aren't told they're too dominant. Well, there's way more McDonald's franchises across the globe than Burger King. That's too dominant. Well, Microsoft has a 90% saturation rate of operating systems globally. They're too dominant. Nobody, you don't, nobody argues this way. That's not how you argue a monopoly. That's erroneous argumentation. That's not what a monopoly even is. Common is relevant in, add in crying legislators. 
Eugene says, Xbox has been in the industry for 22 years, backed by a trillion dollar company with studio numbers roughly the same as Sony, with practices in the past that were the same as Sony. They then had a one-third fail rate on the Xbox 360. They then pushed the Kinect, always online with the Xbox One. They then hamstrung their ecosystem currently with the Series S. Their failures are their own. So now they want to buy their way to dominance. They don't want to compete. They failed at competition. Yeah, that's the fundamental argument. Let Microsoft get ABK because they failed. That's what everybody's saying. Hey, look into Sony in the Japanese market. Look into Sony. Why? Well, because Microsoft failed in that market, and it's Sony's fault. So for the last 20 years, that's why that's why Microsoft has failed in the Japanese market? So for 20 years, you've, you've failed... In, in the Asian market because of because of Sony. But that doesn't make any sense. Nintendo's done just fine. Nintendo doesn't have any of those exclusive deals. Have you heard about the NetEase apparently threatening Activision in the Chinese market? No, I've not heard about that. Somebody said something about that in chat this morning. I hadn't I've not seen that yet. I typed this monologue yesterday. It takes me about an hour to type up a monologue like that because that was 17, 16 pages. Some guy had a great, he had a great montage that he was watching yesterday showing how abysmal Microsoft's marketing for the Xbox One was. They were focusing on the Kinect. They were focusing on TV. Go, go back and watch. Look how many times they mentioned TV. Look how many times they mentioned TV. And they, and, and, they really kept pushing Call of Duty. Now, I can't remember, is the Xbox One the era where Microsoft had the Call of Duty contract, and then, like, a couple of years later it went to Sony? I can't remember the timeline there. Because the Xbox One was an abysmal failure, and that's on Microsoft and nobody else. Like, gee, I wonder why you failed to get a foothold in markets. You've you've bumbled your way the last 20 years, and it's everybody else's fault? It's everybody else's fault that your marketing was so bad that the Xbox One was basically DOA? It's everybody else's fault that the 360 had bad fail rates? Is it everybody else's fault that you forced the Kinect? Is it everybody else's fault that you focused on TV? That's everybody else's fault? Like... There's a litany of reasons. There are a litany of reasons why Microsoft has struggled with the Xbox game division. They almost shuttered the division like nine years ago. But it's everybody else's fault. It's Sony's fault. Like, here's the thing. I actually think that's why so much of this argumentation is personal. I do. I think a lot of the argumentation is personal because I think people genuinely believe that. They think Xbox's failings are Sony's fault. So they're ready to throw confetti in the air if this deal hurts Sony. Yeah, Devil Shooter. I saw the montage. TV, 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 sports, sports, sports. Xbox, go home. That's right. I sub just to comment these hot takes are a little crazy. Which one? Which which hot take is crazy? Top Shotta with a $5 tip through Super Chat says, under Section 2 of the Sherman Act, Sony has a monopoly in the high-end console market that was defined by the FTC in suing Microsoft. That's false and not true. 
Uh, Wabi Sabi says, even when Microsoft has partnered with Japanese devs in the past for exclusivity, those games still massively underperform in the Asian market. Right, there's a pattern there of them not doing too well in the Asian market. Thank you, Wabi Sabi. If you're going to drill down on one aspect of gaming and claim Monopoly, you are falsely defining Monopoly. Like, the video game market in Japan is not high-end consoles. It, it, it isn't. That's, that's not how it works. You can't look at the video game market and say, yep, Sony's got 98% of the market. Well, 98% of what? Well, the high-end console market. Do you know what else Sony has a foothold in, in Japan? They sell more VR devices than Microsoft. Is that a monopoly too? Is it? Like, if Microsoft launched a VR headset tomorrow... Could you point to the PSVR 2's dominance over Microsoft's VR in the market? Like, yeah, that's a monopoly. No, you couldn't do that. You can't point to one aspect of video game distribution and claim monopoly. That's not how it works. See more, see more butts renewing their membership. Welcome back. All the Xbox One marketing was before its time, TBH. We now use Amazon... To control everything we have loads of game tv well yeah f- paul i've said this before the xbox one got creamed because of always online and now that's like basic that's just like basic understanding like yeah always online super common now but back then they got murdered for it well nobody really thinks about it now nobody thinks about the fact that like your your your, your console has to get online every once in a while to like check your licenses a $5 tip from Smashville. Your basic economics have no place here. Neither do your facts about the Japanese market. Thank you, Smashville. If you guys over here on the Tickety Talk feel like you don't get my, my reactions and my comments enough, watch me on YouTube. Go to my profile, click on the link, and come watch on YouTube. You also increase the likelihood of you becoming a member, or you can become a member, and that supports me. We've already gotten 25 gifted members today. Largest games and also forcing devs to not have crossplay for the longest. Yeah, but there's the, the, the problem here is if you let's just grant the point. Let's do it. Let's grant the point. Sony has spent money to keep certain games on their on their platform. Did he pay to insult you? No, he's a long he's a longtime member. Smashville's joking around. So let's just say Sony did that. Sony has paid money to keep certain games on their ecosystem and on their platform, and that's hurt Xbox in their market. How could you not say that Xbox has done the exact same thing? So so Xbox paid money to have certain titles that Sony couldn't have, especially titles like, traditionally Xbox did that with Call of Duty. Call of Duty is extremely popular in the US. Don't you think that had an effect on Sony's ability to sell consoles in the United States? to not have access to a lot of the things that made Call of Duty so great? What about timed exclusivity with games like Tomb Raider? A very popular game in the West. And and Sony couldn't get it. Like, if both sides are doing it, you can't call foul and be like, oh, you're doing it over there and it's hurting us. Yeah, and, and Xbox did the exact same thing. Both companies have done exclusivity deals over the years that have likely affected where consumers land. That's literally part of the business. Phil Spencer admits this in the Xbox One interview. He says exclusives are marketing beats for the consoles. 
Yeah, like all Bethesda properties. Like, don't you see how erroneous the argumentation is? The minute you admit that, oh yeah, yep, Sony did that and that's wrong. Okay, Microsoft is literally doing it right now. They just bought Bethesda. And all future ZeniMax property, as far as we can tell, is exclusive and not on Sony. Okay, so does that mean that they're hurting Sony's ability to distribute consoles in America? Something that Fair Trade Act says you're not allowed to do? Uh Uh-oh, did we contradict ourselves? Oops. Dark Prophet with five months. I supported for a long time on the other platform. Five months here. Cheers for more to come. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, Dark Prophet, for renewing your membership. That's where I say that it's Microsoft's own fault. They almost died last gen. Well, I'm a, I appreciate that honesty. So many people gloss over that. Oh, it's Sony's fault. It's Sony's fault. Microsoft's failings are their own fault. It's how can you keep? It's here's the thing that's weird. I think I finally figured out why Xbox, like really hardcore Xbox fans, are so obsessed with Sony. They're obsessed with Sony. They seemingly know all about their games. Oh yeah, they're just movie games. The frick do you care? You're not buying them. Why why do you care if they're just movie games? Oh yeah, this is going to make Sony compete. They're lazy. They're they're lazy. This is really going to force Sony to compete. Okay. Let me grant that point for a second. So Sony's been lazy and they haven't really been competing up to this point. Just how bad does that make Xbox look? So Sony gets to a market-dominant position by not really competing. And by just pushing out movie games. Man, Xbox must suck real bad to not be able to compete against that. (laughs) Sony's lazy, and Sony's not been really competing. My gosh, Xbox sucks then because Xbox has been losing to them for 20 years. Man. (laughs) Sony lazily, non-competitively became the dominant market leader. Man, Xbox must be just god-awful. Do you see what you've just argued yourself into? (laughs) It's, it's 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 an own goal. It's an own goal. You're turning around kicking the ball in your own goal, and you're like, yeah, take that, Sony. You're going to have to really compete. You're going to have to really step up to the plate because the last 20 years of being the market leader, yeah, that was just us not really trying. You're literally the guy that loses 10 games in a row, and you're like, I've not really been trying. Now I'm really going to try. Uh-huh, sure. This is going to make Sony really compete. What do you think they've been doing for the last 20 years? How have they been kicking your keister around the court? How? By not really competing? I bumped my coffee. Nobody's ordering any coffee today. Xbox didn't kill Xbox. PlayStation killed Xbox. I don't know about that. I think I remember the, the this... Uh, I think I remember this right. Sony PlayStation, the PlayStation 3, it got hacked, but they fixed that when it happened, why it had ups and downs. I don't remember that. I'm not sure what you're referring to. 
I haven't picked my best character yet. <laughs> I dominated in Street Fighter. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Even with two gen head start, Xbox dominated early 360 era, and then eventually they lost it by the end. Yeah, it's that's called projection, right? Like, Xbox has a head start. Xbox has the lead. Xbox, like, gets lazy and doesn't compete and falls behind, and then you project that onto Sony. Yeah, man, Sony's just being lazy. Sony's really going to have to step up and compete. Well, they've been kicking a crap out of you for the last 20 years. You, you might want to... Who, who's scared? Who's scared? You might be scared that Sony really turns up the heat. Because apparently, they've been lazily not competing for 20 years, and they got the market-dominant position by doing that. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen when they really start to compete. I wonder what's going to happen when you insult their national pride. I wonder what's going to happen when you cry to their regulatory body of their home country about them being anti-competitive. Lona's been leaning into this skirmish suspiciously hard lately. No, I haven't. I begged Creature to find me something else yesterday. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't. It's it's literally talking point tennis ball. It's like, they just don't want to compete. All Sony does is rely on third party. It's like just a constant barrage of talking points. This was the biggest news yesterday, or the last couple of days. And here's the funny thing. If I don't cover this, all these guys on Twitter that are like, he's just getting popular because he suddenly pro-Sony. Yeah, I got to 25,000 subscribers since the end of 2021 by only covering Sony. Maybe check the Xbox playlist on this channel and see that there's twice as much Xbox coverage, Starfield coverage, and even, I would say, positive Starfield coverage when compared to Sony coverage. Sure. Really start stacking up my coverage for the last year and a half and see how stupid you look. Second, if I didn't cover this, I would get told that I'm dodging. You're burying the lead. That's the biggest story. Congress sent a letter to Japan. Japan approved the deal. You don't want to cover it. You're scared. The, the same people that say, I'm only covering this for the, for the numbers, are the very same people who would say, you're burying the lead. You're dodging this. You're scared. Creature says, the same ones saying, why are we talking about this, are the same ones that would say we're dodging. It's a lose-lose. That's right. I'd rather cover it with integrity and honesty and look at the facts and look at the quotes than be like, yeah, I'm sick of talking about this. I've only been watching for a little bit, but it's always pro-Sony. Really, so when I covered the Xbox game demos, and I praised what Xbox did with ID, at, uh, with ID at Xbox, and said that they should interweave it into Game Pass like a week ago, didn't watch that. I guess you didn't watch that. Did you watch when I talked about how Game Pass could evolve and compete, and talked about how it's such a good deal? Didn't watch that. Did you watch my Game Pass video yesterday about the $1 deal ending, and saying this is not an opportunity to dunk on Xbox, because this is an amazing deal, and you don't need a dollar to get into such an amazing deal, and it's such a great value? Did you watch that? Probably didn't watch that. I said this the other day. There are people who look for anti-Xbox coverage and then they claim, well, that's all this guy does. You literally don't click on pro-Xbox coverage because it doesn't let you insult somebody. 
it, it doesn't let you insult somebody. It's like, well, I'm going to look for anti-Xbox content because it, I'll get my fifis riled up and then I'll get to insult the, the content creator. But the guy made three or four positive Xbox co- pieces of content lately. I won't watch those. I won't interact with those because that doesn't empower me to insult the person because that makes me feel better in my little insecure world. Your flat tire behavior, your propensity to watch negative content so you can insult someone, that's your own personal character flaw. That has nothing to do with my coverage. Give me a break. It's not even close to being always pro Sony. This guy talks positively about Xbox all the time. Yeah, I... They don't watch the pro Xbox content. That's the problem. That's the problem. 20 years is a bit of a stretch, but Xbox is to blame for the market position. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, I literally started my career as a streamer streaming through an Xbox. I was using the camera. I literally built my community around Xbox in Destiny. I have more games on that system, and over the years, there has been a migratory effect on my brain because I go where the games are. I go where I feel like I'm getting quality. I didn't decide one day. I didn't wake up and like I like popped up out of bed. And I was like, Puh. It's time to be a Sony pony. No, I had just I just naturally migrated to the platform my behavior migrated to the platform where I feel like I get more games. I feel like I get better games. Now, that doesn't mean that that can't change over the next couple of years. I I, I, I plan to dump a ton of time into Starfield. I wish I had two Series Xs because I'd like to play Redfall with my wife while we wait for Diablo. I, you know, I don't have a separate uh, a second Xbox Series X. I only have one. I think I might be able to play it cross-play on PC, though. I might be able to set that up in my living room. So it's like, I just naturally migrated to where I felt like I was getting better games and better treatment, and I've looked at Xbox over the past couple of years, and I'm like, I don't know what the frick you guys are doing. I have no idea what you're doing. I constantly got told that I was an Xbox, and I was an Xbox shill, cause, and I still say this. I said Microsoft's a sleeping giant. I said in E3 2017... Five years ago, I said, I think Xbox is going to try to blur the line between PC and console. Look where we are. Ecosystem, ecosystem, ecosystem. Bill Spencer says in an interview a couple of weeks ago, yeah, we launch everything on PC and Xbox. Huh. That's why five years ago I said they're a sleeping giant. Because if they can blur the line between PC and console, their ecosystem will be significantly larger than anything that PlayStation can come up with. Two dollars from Scott. I'm waiting for your pro Atari takes. <laughs> that guy is such a Coleco, bro. Such a Coleco, bro. All he cares about is Coleco. You're going to get the Diablo Series X. It looks dope. It does look dope. It really, really does. I like this the collector's edition Zelda controllers and stuff, too, that we saw yesterday. PlayStation, uh, PlayStation's couple mediocre games other than God of War. Yeah, but see, that's subjective. Did you play Returnal? Did you play the Demon's Souls remake? Did you play Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart? Did you play Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut? Did you play Death Stranding Director's Cut? 
Did you play The Last of Us Remake? Did you play Horizon Forbidden West? Did you play God of War? You just took a big brush and you're like, yeah, all those games are mediocre. Man, for mediocre games, they got an awful lot of award nominations and awards. Once again, once again, you inadvertently make Xbox look really bad. Sony just makes a bunch of mediocre movie games. Those mediocre movie games have been kicking the crap out of Xbox for years with respect to award nominations and awards. (laughs) So you just, like, again, again, the harder you swing at Sony, the more it just bounces back and punches you in the face. It's like, Sony doesn't really compete, they're lazy. Kaping! Oh! That really hurt. Yeah, why is Xbox sucking so bad? They, they can't compete with a company that's barely competing and being lazy? All Sony does is make a bunch of cinematic, mediocre movie games. Kaping! Oh, that really hurt. Woo! Why can't Xbox compete with such mediocrity? a valid question it's a valid question like watch a sports team watch a sports team win championship after championship each year they're 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 they've got this really great winning record yeah they're mediocre why do you keep losing to them they're lazy they don't really compete why do you keep losing to them how foolish would that look Yeah, man. It's our year. It's our time. They're going to finally have to compete. (laughs) They've been mediocre up to now. Really? You've lost to them like six years in a row. I don't understand. If they're mediocre and they don't really compete, then what's wrong with you? Why haven't you been able to topple them? Respectfully, Sony has been on the market since the 90s. They had a head start. Not enough time to catch up? For all we know, he also thinks Xbox games are mediocre? I don't think so. That article is alleging that Kodak may have ended the NetEase deal that allowed ABK games in China because Kodak thought NetEase would try to block the deal in China. Wait, hang on, hang on. It's alleging that Kodak may have ended the NetEase deal that was going to allow ABK games in China because he thought they were going to try to block the deal? I was curious when China was going to weigh in because the mobile aspect of this deal, I I would imagine that China would have something to say about that. Of all the markets that would say, hey, we should really be looking at the mobile aspect of this deal, I would expect China to be sort of leading that charge. Guys, we are an hour into the stream. Thank you for an amazingly strong turnout. We're going to keep debating this and keep discussing this. Smash the like button. With almost 800 people here, we should easily have 400 likes. Consider gifting some members. We're only one hour in, and we already hit the first member goal of 25, so I owe you five members. Another 25 hitting 50, and I'll owe you another five. So that's a great way to keep paying it forward and keep the membership going. We're in the 23, 2400s right now, so we got to climb back into the 2500s, and uh, 3,000 is the next big milestone. Stone if you guys want the the just dance stream which I just I love that I keep get keep getting to say that which means I don't have to do it PlayStation never had a head start Sony had to get into the market by using third-party games and over time become a first-party powerhouse 
<clears throat> the rift between the gaming giant shows the toll of China's economic crackdown. Activision, Blizzard, and NetEase could not agree on a new deal to distribute video games in China, cutting millions of players off from games in January. Oh boy. Yo, that's the first time you've ever given me a super chat. Thank you so much, The End 117 A $5 tip. It's Sony's fault Microsoft messed up their biggest IP with Halo Infinite. Xbox fanboys don't look inward at Microsoft's failures. I said it in my show open, The End. Thank you for the $5 tip. I said, Xbox is starting to sound like the rich kid whose parents blame everything he does on other people. His bad grades, his bad behavior his screw-ups, getting fired from a job. None of it's little Timmy's fault. They're little angel. That's how people talk about Xbox. Like, their market failings are are everybody else's fault? Where's the ownership? Where's the ownership? Where's the integrity to be like, we've we've failed. (laughs) It's like, yeah, they made it really hard on us. Let us buy this big deal. We failed to compete for 20 years. Let us buy this really big deal. Yeah, I really want to dive back into Diablo, kill you. Here's a screenshot from the New York Times article. Last October, executives at the Chinese gaming company NetEase and the American video game developer Activision Blizzard joined a Zoom video conference to discuss the future of their 14-year partnership to offer Activision games like World of Warcraft in China. NetEase executives were worried about new laws imposed by the Chinese government and wanted to make changes to their long-standing contract with Activision to ensure they were in compliance. But the companies left the call with drastically different interpretations of what had been said, according to four people familiar with the talks and the documents viewed by the New York Times. Oh my gosh, it's Screenshot City here. Uh, the con- In January, more than 3 million Chinese players lost access to Activision's iconic games when the partnership ended, and angry NetEase employees live-streamed the dismantling of a 32-foot sculpture of an axe from World of Warcraft that stood outside of NetEase headquarters in Hangzhou, China. Oh gosh, I remember this. We didn't cover this. Um... Companies left the call. I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah, you, you've do, you've doing some double pasting, Eugene. Microsoft is the only American company. Sony and Nintendo were brought up in Japan. You don't think there is any correct claim to what they're saying about Sony paying devs off? Okay, here's the thing, three bit. Here's the thing. If we grant the premise that the exclusivity deals have given Sony the ability to control the video game market in Japan, if I grant that premise, then Nintendo doesn't make any sense. If you are only arguing about the high-end consoles, there's a litany of other things you need to look at. Number one, you can't look at the last 20 years. You can only look at the last three years. Number two, you have to look at market distribution and demand because the high-end consoles were struggling with distribution. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't look at the high-end console market, which is one slice of the video game market in Japan, and be like, well, Sony is winning this race by a large margin. Ergo, Sony has control of that market, because that's what the congressional letter says. The congressional letter says right here, Sony holds 98% of the Japanese market. That simply isn't true. You're using one stat of one light item of comparison to say, yep, Sony's got 98% of the market. No, they don't. Nintendo 
is crushing that market without any of those exclusivity deals how are they doing it if the exclusivity deals have a causality with respect to distribution then why is nintendo doing just fine without them there's lots of mitigating circumstances nintendo's been in the market for longer nintendo's got an entrance point that's a lot cheaper nintendo has a ton of first party property that's very popular with the japanese market all of those are factors so weigh those factors against xbox historically how has xbox done in the market historically how has xbox titles done in the market how have their first party titles done in the market how have they done with the japanese consumer base those factors need to be examined if the minute The minute somebody wants to be reductionist and say, oh, this is why Microsoft failed in Japan, your entire argument is suspect to me because these markets have so much nuance, so many layers, so many dynamics. There's levels to this. That that right there, the minute you say, yeah, this one causality, no, your your argument suspect immediately, especially when you're going to cherry pick a stat. It's immediately suspect. What are you talking about? There's a litany of reasons why Microsoft's failed in the Japanese market. Microsoft has failed globally. Look at Microsoft's software and hardware distribution globally. It's not impressive. Are you going to go to every market and find somebody to blame? Who who are you going to blame outside of the U.S.? And even in the U.S., they don't have great great presence right now. Their games don't have great presence. I'm actually curious what the distribution of hardware is in the U.S. comparatively. I would love to see that. How many PS5s are in circulation in the US versus Xbox Series X and S? How many? What's I wonder what the breakdown is on your home turf. Sony themselves in legal papers don't count Nintendo. No, 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 no. But you're ripping that out of context. Sony wasn't saying this represents the video game market in Japan. See, that's the, that's the problem. If you're going to take a stat and only compare high-end console sales with respect to distribution and market, that's fine. Analyze it, and then you can analyze all the causative relationships between what has happened that has led to that. Just pure market supply-demand constraints of the last three years is probably one of the biggest factors that you don't see a lot of Xboxes in Japan. Like, everybody was struggling to get their consoles out there. They were struggling to make them and distribute them. There was a, there was chipset shortages, right? So ripping that out and saying, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to use this stat to claim that Sony has 98% of the market in Japan. That's a false claim. They have 98% of the high-end console distribution in Japan. That's not the Japanese market. Right? That, that's not the Japanese market. The Japanese market, once you look... So that's the thing. You are well within your right to say, what's the reason that Sony's doing better in the high-end console bracket? That's fine. You can do that. But the minute you want to come over here and say, Sony, right here, Sony holds 98% of the Japanese market. That's not substantiated. You're, that's That's misleading. That's completely misleading. Sony was one of the ones saying Nintendo shouldn't count because it's a kid's console to regulators, I'm pretty sure. But again, you need to go read that in context. They're not saying that in order to represent the Japanese market as a whole 3-bit. 
So when they don't want Nintendo included, they're not saying, yep, don't include Nintendo. If you want to get a real look at the entire Japanese market of video games, don't include Nintendo. That doesn't make any sense. That's not what they were arguing. That's what the congressional letter argues. Like, this isn't this hard to understand. Read this letter. Like, read it at face value. They go from saying that, and look at how misleading it is. Microsoft launched Xbox in Japan in 2002. Despite 20 years of investment, it still only has 2% of the high-end console market. The high-end console market hasn't been in, in the market for 20 years. It's been in the market for three years. So that also is misleading. They're basically saying, yeah, they've been over there for 20 years, and they only have 2%. And then they go on to say, Sony holds 98% of the Japanese market. No, that, that it's not true. Now, I would have to go read the, the the argumentation. Why did Sony not want Nintendo included? I don't know why they didn't want them included. I would actually like to go look at that. I don't know which document that was. I don't know which regulatory body that argumentation was with. I don't remember. What's the footnote? The footnote takes you to some to some website with all the stats. Grady ordered a bag of light roast, our first coffee order of the day. Thank you so much, Grady. I appreciate that so, so much. Now you're just talking nonsense. How am I talking nonsense? Dude, stop missing the sentence before. It's a full statement. While Japan allows foreign gaming companies to sell to its market, U.S. companies have failed to gain traction. For example, Microsoft launched Xbox in Japan in 2002 and, despite 20 years of investment, still has only 2% of the high-end console market. Reports have indicated that Sony, which holds 98% of the Japanese market, they don't say high-end console market, they say the Japanese market. That's a zoom out. Zooming out. Japanese market. Well, contextually, they're talking about the high-end console market. Nobody is reading it that way. Go look at Twitter. Go look at YouTube headlines. And go look at all of the bloggers. They're all saying, yeah, Sony has 98% of the Japanese market. And they use exclusivity deals to cut Microsoft out. What? No. Wait, 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 wait. The Japanese market? The video game Japanese market? That's not true. That's false. I just read it in its entirety. They're they're taking one stat and they're trying to claim it applies to the Japanese market. It's it's false. You don't do your homework on this deal but argue about it with people who obviously know more? No, I did my homework on what the Japanese regulators said and what the Congress letter said. Sony's Sony's insistence to a regulatory body to not include Nintendo in an analysis has nothing to do with the Congress letter. Congress's letter is asserting that Sony's got 98% of the market because of their exclusivity deals. That's an erroneous argument because if you look at Nintendo's dominance in the Japanese market without any of those exclusivity deals, the, the, the argumentation falls apart. Just show Pac-Man? Yeah, look at Pac-Man. Sony has 98% of the Japanese market. Really? Because that blue Pac-Man eating that other slice of the pie, that's all the Nintendo Switch. 
But Sony has 98% of the market. Here's Alapark adding context. Sony wanted Nintendo excluded because they were arguing about Call of Duty and excluding and including Nintendo weak in their case. Boom. That's exactly right. I completely forgot about that. They wanted a one-to-one comparison with respect to revenue and software distribution with respect to Call of Duty. They were trying to prove the point that Call of Duty was endemic to their ecosystem. So ripping that out of context and saying, well, Sony didn't want Nintendo included. Yeah, when we're talking about Call of Duty, because Call of Duty doesn't even land there. (laughs) But if you want to talk about the Japanese market, excluding Nintendo is misleading. High-end is Xbox and PlayStation according to the CMA and the EU. Right, but Amos, if you're going to argue that Microsoft has a smaller slice of the Japanese video game market, high-end consoles is not the only thing you can point to. That you, you can't just point to that. Here's here's the question. How many consoles have been distributed in uh, Japan from Microsoft? How much marketing did Microsoft do in Japan? Did they have equal marketing push and top-of-mind marketing push in Japan that they did in the rest of the world? Did they did they send as many hardware uh, hardware? Did they send as much hardware to the Japanese market as they did everywhere else? Did they? Did they have a bunch of Xbox Series Xs and Xbox Series Ss just sitting on trucks and sitting on shelves in Japan because it's all Sony's fault? There are other factors. You try to whittle everything down to one causality, I know you're I know you're misleading me because that's not how these markets work. It's misleading, but they're saying Sony has 98% of the market in comparison to US companies. Am I gathering this right? Yes, and they're saying it's because of the exclusivity deals. Like it it's it's clear as day, it's clear as day. They're trying to shovel out a talking point. This letter, wrong slide, where am I? Right here. This letter has nothing to do with actual legal argumentation. It has nothing, it has nothing to do with legal argumentation. This is, this is talking point fuel. You honestly, think, you honestly think the politicians in America can be trusted to not just drive talking points? Come on. Who do you think pushed them to pen this letter? Who? This is a full court press. It's a full court press. We just got we just got the CMA's provisional approval. Do it. And then Congress weighs in. Yeah. Sony's so, so we suspect or no, it's not even suspect. Reports right here. Right here. Reports have indicated an imbalance in the Japanese video game market. It's weird that that sentence comes before high-end consoles are talked about almost as if they're trying to establish you understand what a thesis is? Do you understand what a premise is? The premise of the letter is that there is an imbalance in the Japanese video game market. This congressional letter 
is is literally penned they support their premise of an imbalance in the japanese video game market they support their premise by comparing one thing and one thing only oh playstation has better high-end console distribution okay console distribution is actually not how these companies make money unless you're nintendo they actually make their money on software so if you really want to look at the imbalance within the japanese video game market you would have to look at software distribution and if you look at software distribution within the video game market of japan it's not sony at all that's the dominant force it's nintendo why did the jftc immediately approve the deal afterwards we're trying to figure out that timeline. I said that I thought it was suspicious, but it seemingly happened on the same day. I had people telling me that Japan approved the deal before I had people telling me that Congress sent a letter. So you'd have to look at the actual date on the letter and the actual date on the JFTC's approval. I don't know what the dates and the times are. It's you know They're on the other side of the world. I don't know. It's such an odd congressional letter. It seems to skate by market dynamics in Japan. Yeah, it just completely ignores the fact that you're talking about a market that doesn't even you, you don't you know nothing about apparently. You can make that argument and it would hold if they never qualified their figures. Yeah, as soon as you qualify the figures, it's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. Wait, we have to look at everything else here." Let's look at the actual video game market because you're claiming there's an imbalance in the video game market in Japan. How? JFTC approved the merger because it's a legal merger. I put forth my own argumentation this morning that the Japan regulatory body likely looked at their own consumer base and their own economic structure and said... If our consumers lose Call of Duty on PlayStation, that's not going to hurt us. That's if you look at is it the this one. So these this is the top game sales in uh, this is the top game sales of 2022, okay? The column closest to me is Japan. You'll notice Call of Duty's nowhere on this list. It's it's all Nintendo. Okay? And Call of Duty, you'll notice Modern Warfare 2 is in the number 1 spot for the US last year. Number 1. So the best year, Call of Duty has, it, it, it's absolutely dominating last year, Modern Warfare 2, and it's not even in the top 10 in Japan. So Japan's likely looking at their economic structure within video games, and they're like, we can't make a case that this hurts our market. We can't. And Sony probably doesn't want them to make a case, because it would obviously not be a very compelling one. JFTC is all about being anti-monopoly. Xbox having ABK is not a monopoly. Yeah, and it doesn't affect their market. Now, Sony might say, hey, it's affecting us, but Japan might be like, we don't think so. You sell plenty of Japanese games. You sell plenty of Japanese first-party titles or or third-party titles. Like you, you, You continue to compete just fine in the Japanese market. Your standing in the Japanese market will be unaffected by this. Your standing globally will be affected. We don't oversee the global markets. We oversee the Japanese market. Japan doesn't want to play a game where in several versions of it, Japan was the bad guy. It's not science. Yeah, there's another element to that too. Japanese games are different from US. Portable console is the most popular in Japan than home console. (coughs) 
Do they qualify high-end consoles anywhere in the letter? No. Nope. It Here's what's going on, Omar. I think it's a tennis match. Sony... Sony pushes against the Call of Duty thing, and they insist that Nintendo not be included. Microsoft responds by saying, if you're only looking at high-end consoles, look at how dominant you are. That stat's getting ripped out of that conversation, and it's being thrown into a congressional letter. You're so upset that this... You're so upset that this is swinging towards Microsoft, and your take the past few months is probably wrong... Okay. I, that's like the fourth time you've taken a swipe at me today and instead of engaging in my argument you're projecting onto me that I'm upset or you're projecting onto me or talking about my takes being wrong dude find somewhere else to hang out take your freaking badge with you I debate people all day long the passive swipes at me have some character and integrity quit being a punk like go, go hang out somewhere else you're an undesirable you're unpleasant to have around. You don't you don't you don't meet like the minimum bar. Like you're too short to ride this ride. You're being disingenuous with the letter. They were specific concerning the high-end console market. The JFTC showed data to back their claim. Wait. But I'm not ta- I I didn't say I wasn't being just disingenuous with JFTC's letter. JFTC said the thing can go through. They don't feel like it's going to cause any they don't feel like it's going to be cause any issues with com- competition. What do you mean? I didn't gloss over that. I, re- I I basically read their conclusion and said this is a win for Microsoft. The the c- c- congressional letter has nothing to do with the JFTC's conclusion. They're not the same thing. This Activision deal is a Trojan horse for the control of PC gaming marketplace and the mobile market, says Montdog. It has little to do with the console side. Let me phrase this in my opinion. Well, and that's something we talked about this yesterday in a members members, uh, stream. We were hanging out in a member stream. And I kept saying, I don't get why Google and Apple aren't saying anything. And somebody threw out a a pretty good theory they said well Google and Apple are probably getting ready to make their own acquisitions because if this deal goes through we're entering into a buying war think about it any deal smaller than this will be easier to get to go through well Microsoft just bought a 70 billion dollar (laughs) acquisition let's set our sights on these four mobile companies let's set our sights on these handfuls of publishers over here if, when this deal goes through, I don't think people understand what's about to happen. We are going to enter into a buying war. And when we enter into that buying war, companies like Google, Apple, and even Amazon, they're going to start scooping up. This is the beginning. This is the first shot. This is the starter pistol. This is the starter pistol. Once this deal goes through, all these other companies are going to say, all right, here we go. All the regulatory bodies let them make this purchase. If we make purchases that are smaller, oh, come on, this can be easy. You hope not? Oh, it's coming. 
It's coming. Google and Apple aren't just going to sit back. Google and Apple aren't just going to sit back. They're going to say, oh, Microsoft just bought one of the largest mobile publishers in the world. So, time for us to buy some of our own stuff. We're about to enter the buying war. Because video games are becoming endemic to global economics. Like, this this is the new... This is the new gold rush. This is the new gold gold rush. They're going to buy up as much as they possibly can. That's when Sony starts to fail. I don't think so. I don't think the, the, the boom and the explosion of mobile and companies taking their slice of mobile is going to hurt Sony. I think Sony has their own path and their identity, which is high-end premium premium gaming on their platform and PC. You might see their marriage with PC get a little tighter. Right now it's a little bit loose, like stuff comes to PC about a year later. You might see that getting a little bit tighter, a little bit faster. But I don't necessarily think Sony gets kicked off the table simply because, oh, they they, they didn't make a big play into mobile. I don't have a problem with what he said, Wheezy, because the guy that he's talking to is probably should be yeeted. Sony owns 98% of the high-end console market in Japan. They'll be just fine unless everyone moves out of Japan. (laughs) Right. Sony fanboys wanted Xbox to compete. Well, guess what? They're competing, and when Xbox starts to compete, ponies don't like it. No. No. I don't like it because it's not competition. It's it's not competition. Like, competition is innovation. Innovation. Making something new. Making your own property. Like, I don't know. Look at Nintendo as a great example. Nintendo just continues to invest and innovate in their properties, and even within their own hardware, they they compete and they innovate. And Nintendo's done that without having to purchase a bunch of companies and a bunch of other software that's already in existence. So, Microsoft coming to the table and saying, listen, we almost shut down the gaming division nine years ago because it's not it's not been profitable. Our efforts have fundamentally failed. We're going to give this one last go. And eight or nine years in, they say, okay, one of our best routes to the table is just to buy a bunch of property. Like, that's not the kind of competition that I wanted. Do you know what competition I wanted? Go watch all my Halo Infinite coverage before it came out. I wanted Halo Infinite to usher back in the era of the arena shooter. I wanted Halo to usher back in the greatness that we all remember Halo being. That's what I was cheering for. Seriously, go watch me react to Joseph Staten's interview about Halo Infinite. Go watch me react to the Halo Infinite multiplayer reveal. I'm sitting there cheering, yes, because that to me, that's competition. We we, we heavily invested into this property. We're going to bring it to the table. And Halo failed it it failed miserably well if that happens my my thought isn't well time to get competitive by call of duty wait what 
I, I have every platform. Call of Duty suddenly being owned by Microsoft doesn't do anything for me. Well, they're going to throw it on Game Pass. Oh, okay. It, it, is that competition? We, You're just going to buy a bunch of property and throw it on a subscription service. That's competition? That's wh- what? Am I going to get more games because of this? Am I going to get better games because of this? It sounds like you're just going to put games on a subscription service. I don't understand. How is that competing? How does that benefit me as a gamer? How does that convince me that I should come over to your ecosystem? You you just bought a bunch of property that was already in existence, that was already coming out, that was already a thing. Let me show you a, an amazing Twitter thread about this. Let me show you an amazing Twitter thread about what the, what what this guy is speculating will be the results and how we'll, we'll, we will potentially get less games. Alright, hang on. I'm having to shuffle some things around here. And my internet's being slow on my gaming rig. Here we go. Okay. So, this guy here is looking at... He's got this pulled up for some reason. Activision shares trading 20% below. Microsoft offers a price of $95 a share. Okay. I, I don't know if this is an old screenshot. Maybe. I don't know. The net impact of the Microsoft Activision merger is $7 billion in annual revenue. This bluster about losing Call of Duty for Sony is a 14% impact to Activision, which will be run as a P&L center within Microsoft and therefore have its own AOP goals to achieve. The net impact to Sony, how much of the COD-generated revenue PlayStation pockets, remembering that Sony gives a preferential revenue share deal to Activision and takes a discounted margin from its 70-30 norm, is maybe a whopping 0.8% impact on PlayStation's annual revenue. And so, here, one would presume that MAU and its knock-on effect to total user install base is more relevant than the actual financials. So if Sony gets a worse COD deal, what is the impact of that and how does it unfold? It likely gets worse over the next 10 years with incremental takeaways of double XP in PlayStation uh, parties and special maps modes, cosmetics, uh, early double XP weekend starts and beta access differentials. Microsoft could eat the 14% of revenue loss with nary a sweat if it chose. Five years out at the start of the next console generation, they may sway some fence riders and new gamers coming into the market to go green, but at the end of the day, the overall financial impact of COD, $3 billion per year, maybe a third of that on PlayStation, is one, a much bigger impact to Activision and Microsoft than it is to PlayStation, and two, isn't that much of an impact to the $200 billion industry overall. That 14% isn't going to be replaced one-to-one by people jumping ship, and if you're championing Microsoft going that route because it can afford the loss, then you're championing a multi-trillion dollar company using loss leader strategies to gain market share and competitive advantage. But the dust between Microsoft and Sony will be relatively small. The real impact impact of this shift in the marketplace will be the impact on everyone else. It will drive new strategic alliances. It will incentivize consolidation. It will reduce the number of suppliers on the market and thereby consumer choice. It's matter as console war fanboy fanboy poker chip on Twitter is really not the issue. It is the industrial and commercial impact on how the industry evolves as a result and the net impact to all gaming consumers and emerging and adjacent markets. It 
it, it's 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 not about it's not about Call of Duty. <laughs> this is mar- it's going to be market disruptive. You're letting a trillion dollar company buy a portion of the gaming world because you like them. It's 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 fanboy poker chip trading is all it is like he said. Like the actual impact you <laughs> you're, you're going to talk about driving new strategic alliances, incentivizing consolidation, reducing the number of suppliers on the market and consumer choice being being shrunk. So you see it's like Everyone thinks, oh yeah, man, suck at Sony, suck at Sony, haha, <laughs> keep crying more, cope more. It's like, it, it, is, it, is that paragraph that I just read, is it just too hard for you to understand? Like, you can admit to having, it's okay to admit like you just lack education. Like, it's okay to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm too dumb for this. Instead of saying you're too dumb for it, you just hurl an insult. Like, uh, I don't know what he just said, but cry more, pony. Like, oh, okay. DJ Steph with eight months and a VIP plus. Welcome back, T-Sipper. I have an Xbox, a PS5, a Steam Deck. I won't suffer much from this deal. However, I don't think this deal helps gaming in terms of competition. Sounds like cable. Yeah. It sounds like cable. It's the, it's the starter pistol. That's not a fact. That's a prediction. Sure, it's not a it's not a, it's not a fact. It's a prediction. I think it's a pretty good prediction. I think it's a pretty good prediction to say this is the starter pistol. If a deal of this size goes through, we're going to enter the consolidation war. It, it's like the first the first merger in cell phones and the first merger in, 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 in internet service providers, it's like a domino effect. It's like, and then you got two companies. You got three companies. Like, woof, everything gets gobbled up. And you have to understand something. That if we enter into a consolidation war, one of the results of that, right? Let's just imagine, let's just imagine that that's true. This happens. They get ABK, and then a bunch of other companies say, all right, it's it's time to buy up. That's where that's where things are going. We need alliances. We need allegiances. We need to be strong to compete with that Leviathan that just formed overnight. Let's all consolidate up. Well, the cost of consolidation is kind of high, and a way of shielding yourself from loss is downsizing, getting rid of redundancies. So you'll see studios shuttered and shut down. You'll see properties closed. You'll see properties ended, franchises killed because that's going to be the cost of doing business. We, we, we have to, we have to make ourselves look bigger. It's like all the fish in, in finding Nemo, right? Like we got it. We got to consolidate or, or we're not going to survive this war. It doesn't mean that anyone that disagrees with you doesn't understand business. That's not what I said. Resorting to an insult is them admitting they probably don't understand business. I'm slapping them back on the face. If you want to come and say, cry more, suck at Sony Pony, I'm not saying someone who disagrees with me does understand business. That's not what I said. I said, if you're going to resort to insults, you might as well just admit you're dumb because I I don't understand what that guy just read about market analysis and incentivizing consolidation and suppliers being reduced and consumer choice being reduced. (laughs) I don't know what any of that means, so cry more, Sony Pony. Congress approved the deal? No. 
No, Congress sent a letter to Japan asserting that there's an imbalance in the Japanese video game market. They supported that by claiming that Sony has 98% of the market. They don't. They have 98% of the high-end console percentage of distribution. They don't have 98% of the market. You don't respond to any rational points. You only respond to fanboys. What, what do you mean? I've been going back and forth with people all day. I've been arguing with people all day who I feel like make pretty decent points. What are you talking about? I, I interacted with somebody saying, Sony was the one that wanted Nintendo excluded. I interacted with that. We found the reason why. Like, what are you talking about? If you want to falsely summarize an hour and 43 minutes of me interacting with the public, like that's just you being a liar like I've not just sat here and only read fanboys so you think every single person that spoke up this morning and every single person that I argued with they they were just a fanboy yeah like Zubair an actual lawyer who's pushed back on some of my claims today you, you uh, he's just a fanboy you think some of the people that have come in this morning and, and, and defended the congressional letter or defended the argumentation of the letter they're just fanboys because every once in a while I dunk the ball on a fanboy's head doesn't mean that's who that's the only people that I interact with. <clears throat> he reads the most unintelligent response and that's his talking point. Okay, step up to the plate then. I've gone back and forth with Amos this morning. Amos hasn't been just spewing fanboyisms. Amos was saying things that weren't true and I was shooting them down and saying that's not true, that's not representative of the of the congressional letter. I think Lono will admit he enjoys dunking on the fanboys more than just refining language with me. Yeah, you can't only do that every single every single stream. Like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna have a back and forth with Zubair and refine my language. So Nintendo can be excluded when it's convenient, but they are magically back in the conversation when the tables turn. Smells like bias. No, 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 Severin. No, that's not bias. Listen to what I'm saying very carefully. Sony excluding Nintendo when they're arguing about Call of Duty is logical. You you have to exclude the platform that doesn't even use Call of Duty. They don't sell it. They don't want it. Traditionally, somebody pointed to one of the one of the revenue models, and they were like, "Call of Duty's never done well over there." When they're talking specifically about Call of Duty, they probably didn't want Stadia included either. So that's not the same as asserting that there is an imbalance in the Japanese video game market. If you're going to talk about the Japanese video game market and you're going to try to assert that Sony holds 98% of the Japanese market, you can't exclude Nintendo. Do you understand? If you just want to drill down on the high-end console market, that's totally fine. Then do that. That's not what the Congressional Letter is doing. The Congressional Letter is attempting to draw attention to and imbalance in the Japanese video game market. That's not a that's not a compelling point if you literally exclude the company that has this level of software distribution compared to Sony in that market. They don't want it. They sign the contract to get it, but they don't want it. 
I, no, now you're taking words and twisting them. Traditionally, Nintendo has not wanted Call of Duty. No, it doesn't do well over there. Them signing a contract with Microsoft for the next 10 years, I wasn't talking about that. Traditionally speaking, if you're going to look at the history of Call of Duty, again, you, 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 you're not listening to me. If they're trying to establish that Call of Duty is endemic to their ecosystem. So Sony's going to be looking backwards and saying, let's look historically at our relationship with Call of Duty. 48% of the buying community buys Call of Duty on our platform. Nintendo's not a factor in that discussion. Because traditionally speaking, Nintendo stopped putting Call of Duty on their platform. They didn't want it. It's like, it doesn't do well over here. It doesn't sell well over here. And honestly, Call of Duty Activision probably didn't want to put it over there either because it wasn't going to run very well. Do you honestly think that if Nintendo was actively interested in Call of Duty and they could get it to run well over there, they wouldn't put it over there? It's like the largest hardware distribution console in the last 10 years. Well, like 120 million Switches are in circulation and you want to put one of the world's most popular games on it? That would have happened by now if it was a, if it was a good deal. And it hasn't happened. In the context of Sony excluding Nintendo, Sony wasn't talking about the entire Japanese market. They were talking about Call of Duty. Congress is attempting to assert there is an imbalance in the Japanese video game market. This is in their opening statement. I think this is in their opening statement too. Did they mention it here? Yes, twice. We are concerned about challenges surrounding the imbalance in the Japanese video game market. The premise of the letter, the thesis is, there is an imbalance in the Japanese video game market. Not the Japanese high-end console distribution. Nope. Japanese video game market. And if you're going to drill down on high-end consoles and be like, well, they're outselling them. Okay, that's not proving the claim if you're going to claim that well because because Sony has 98% of the high end console distribution in Japan that then therefore means there's an imbalance in the Japanese video game market you'd have to say okay well hang on a minute let's look at that and then let's look at the market and see what effect that seems to have on the Japanese video game market and you'd look at the software distribution which is where all the money is made and you would say it doesn't seem to be a factor. There's no causality here because Nintendo's dominating without any of those exclusivity deals. So that's why it's not a compelling argument. You're drilling down on one particular stat where Sony is winning. You're not looking at any of the causal relationships between chipset shortages, console demand and distribution in the last three years that might have led to Japan getting less Xboxes. You're not looking at any of that. You're just saying, oh yeah, Sony signs exclusive deals with Japanese companies and that's why Microsoft is at 2% in that market. Like, what? That's, that's, ca- that's not a causality that's been proved. It's being presumed. Call of Duty Ghost Wii U accounts for less than 1%. Hang on. I forgot to put myself on Do Not Disturb on my phone. Kyle Wilkerson, thank you so much for a VIP 10 months. Smashville with a $5 tip. Here's $5 so you can get a whiteboard and explain basic economics. You can draw it out. Uh, didn't have enough to for a steps tool. Oh my gosh. Frick you. Yeah, Call of Duty uh, Ghosts on the Wii U accounted for less than 1% of the game's total sales. That's why they stopped making COD for Nintendo. 
So you're saying buying game studios is not competition? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Sony's okay. Microsoft's bad, bad, bad. No, I didn't say that. Nice ban evasion, though. Nice ban evasion. You got banned the other day for insulting people in here. You're not allowed to hang out here. You're too short to ride this ride. You're clearly too short to ride this ride if you're going to summarize my coverage with a false question. You guys do this all the time. You guys do this all the time. Oh, so buying publishers is not competition. It's okay for Sony to do it. It's not okay for Microsoft to do it. No, I've, I've actually answered that question 15 different times in 15 different streams because ignoramuses like you continue to come in and think it's some kind of a dunk because you think a publisher is an equivalency to Activision Blizzard. Just a publisher or a developer. Like, you think it's an equivalency. Like I said, you're too short to ride this ride. How does the Japanese FTC do? Do they believe like the US FTC or do they allow domestic corps to take actions we would call anti-competitive? Here's the thing, Zubair. The United States Congress is citing the US-Japan Digital Trade Agreement. And that trade agreement basically says you can't make it hard for us to come over there and do stuff. I'm summarizing very simplistically. So Japan says, "Hey, if you guys try to come over here and sell digital goods, we're not going to try to we're not going to allow companies to to disrupt or block that and you're you're going to do the same thing." So if So if no, we didn't raise the goal to 50. It's just rolling. We already hit 25, so I owe you 5. So basically, if you're going to try to argue that the exclusive deals with the Japanese games is wrong or anti-competitive, Microsoft's got some explaining to do because Microsoft's done the same thing. Like, Microsoft's done the same thing. Microsoft's paid for exclusivity deals. They did it with Call of Duty. They did it with Tomb Raider. They did all kinds of things with American properties that gave their company and their platform preferential treatment. Is that going against the the trade agreement? Because Sony signing Japanese exclusive deals is going against the trade agreement? What if those Japanese companies literally approached Sony and said, there's greater demand for our product on your property and on your platform. Let's broker a deal here. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you you can't look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's that's why. It's like, whoa, Xbox does exclusive deals. Are we going to start saying all exclusive deals are anti-competitive? Come on, nobody's saying that. And nobody's saying that you can't buy developers. I would have actually preferred... If Microsoft, instead of buying Activision Blizzard, if they would have taken that $70 billion and they would have bought a bunch of, like, more middle-of-the-road developers and invested in those developers and helped them grow and expand, instead of buying a bunch of existing property. Based on that summary, that speaks to tariffs, but it doesn't tell me what limits the JFTC puts on their companies. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Zubair. I didn't have time to go read the JFTC's regulatory laws. I was like, I... The, the, the summary within the trade agreement is pretty generic and I don't see exclusivity deals being against the trade agreement because Xbox and Sony do it. Why is this still popped up? There we go. Exactly. Gears, COD, ETC. Yeah, like tra- traditionally speaking... 
traditionally speaking, both of these companies have invested in property and relationships that they think are going to be very good for their platform. So if, if a Japanese company says, hey, Japanese games are a perfect fit for us and our, and our consumer base, Xbox is doing the same thing historically. Nobody's calling foul on that. Come on, it makes perfectly good sense. Like, we're going to do an exclusive deal with this piece of property. It's going to do really well in the market where we're based. Can you get can you get a Japanese law degree before the next stream, please? I have a question, says Omar. Would the Wii, the GameCube, the Nintendo sixty four be considered high end consoles during their generation? That that's what I don't get, Omar. It's like high end consoles. We, we you we have to be talking about the PlayStation five and the Series X and S because if you're talking about the PlayStation four and the Xbox One, well now the Switch has to be included because they came out in similar time frames. So if you're going to be like, oh, no, no, high-end, high-end. Oh, yeah, you can't include that. Okay, well, then you can only include PS5 and the Series X and the Series S. And that doesn't represent the video game market in Japan. It doesn't. That's not, that doesn't represent the video game market in Japan. That's a, that's a literal slice of the market in Japan. With all this money they're dropping, they could have bought Anthem and revamped it. Whoa, 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 Lono. The Series S isn't high-end. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> Omar says, because if so, then the Switch is more powerful than all those previous consoles, and the Switch was comparable to the PS4's generation. That's exactly right. So clearly, they're only drilling down on Series S and X and the, and the PS5. And if you really want to look at the relationship between those two consoles and their distribution in Japan, it doesn't have anything to do with Japanese exclusive deals. That's that's not it at all. And if they're like, oh, but, 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 PS4 distribution is related to the PS5 distribution and that's a causality, that causal relationship is one of the reasons. And all those contracts on the PS4 are why we have struggled. Oh, really? Okay, well, thank you for conceding that the PS4 is included, which means now we can include the Nintendo Switch. And if we include the Nintendo Switch, it completely invalidates your argument. Whoops. Do I think Sony will drop Jim Ryan? I don't know. Having firing your CEO because he fails to block one of the largest acquisitions in history doesn't really seem like a fair deal. But Japanese culture operates on honor shame. So I don't know. I don't know if this will look like a defeat and the honorable thing for him to do would be to step down. I really don't know. You have to understand that like Japanese business and the way they conduct themselves is very much related to Japanese culture and beliefs. And I I truly don't know. People that like want to see him fired are just immature and petulant. Like they don't understand that the dude's just been doing his job from moment one. Apparently he was supposed to walk in the room, put a baseball hat on backwards and say, saw dude, go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead and buy him. We cool, brah. And if he would have done that, then all the Xbox bros would have been cool with him. But because he actually did his job, went in and said, I'm trying to block this merger. Apparently people want to see him fired. It's like the illogical nature of that, of like, he's crying. He's desperate. He's stupid. He looks like a joke. He looks like a joke. 
he should just let the deal go through but then if he fails to block the merger he gets fired it's like well which is it honor shame is overstated honor shame is overstated have you ever looked at the work culture over there and the shame that people experience when they're fired and the shame that people experience when they fall on financial hard times are you kidding me there's an entire structure of their business world that is rooted in the idea that failing at your job or or getting fired or getting laid off is the height of embarrassment and shame. There's entire sectors of that, that workforce that goes to work even after they're fired because they don't want to face the shame of telling their family that they lost their job. I, there was a sociological study on that that I read. It was like, yeah, they, they, they still literally dress and leave the house as if they're going to work. Admitting that you no longer have a job is, like, shameful. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to translate into Jim Ryan being, quote-unquote, shamed because he failed to block the merger. I, I don't know. I don't know how much that honor-shame belief would touch a situation like this. Doesn't Sony have two CEOs? Well, they have SIE, and then they have Sony, and then they have PlayStation. Isn't there three different... There might be three, because there's Sony Corporate. Sony Corporate, there's SIE, and then there's PlayStation, or it might just be Sony Corporate and SIE. I can't remember. Hang on. How did how is it being defined, Eugene? Yo, cowboy, what's good? It's crazy to see the tide shifting to Xbox is winning. A week ago, Xbox was failing, but now they're looking good. This is like a TV show. My position initially was this deal's gonna go through. It's probably gonna go through slower than Microsoft wants it to go. And then in January, I was like, I don't know, I'm changing my position. I think this deal's getting blocked. Because everybody was chiming in. And I was like, I think I think this thing's getting blocked. Like everybody's saying they're against it. Yeah, I'm not saying that Jim Ryan will be fired. I never claimed that. Um I was responding to people asking if I believe that he will be fired. Somebody asked me that question in chat. Um, so I just lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? It's gone. Um, Herman Holst. Yeah. Herman Holst is above what's, what's Herman Holst is publishing. Isn't he? A lot of PS stuff is us based anyway. Herman Holst is the, uh, He's the head of Sony Interactive uh, Worldwide Studios. He's the head of SIE. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it all breaks down. What's going to happen if this goes through? Oh yeah, I was changing my position. I thought in January the deal was getting blocked. I was like, I don't know. There's tons of people getting in the way of this thing. Now it's like. I, I think the deal goes through with enough concessions. I think CMA is the beginning. I think CMA is the first domino. The FTC defined high-end consoles as Gen 9, switches Gen 8, so they don't fall into that category. Right. And if you're going to try to jump out of Gen 9 and argue that Sony's distribution of the PS5 is in any way related to the PS4 distribution because of their contracts on Gen 8, then you have to include Nintendo, and then they lose the argument, like, handedly. 
Is there any benefit to Sony if the deal goes through? Listen, folks are going to try to claim that this is a Sony pony coping. I guarantee you they're going to claim this. But I was convinced by something that Zubair said yesterday and it put me on a train of thought. Raymond coming in with a gifted member. Thank you so much. Pushing the number to an awkward count there. 26. Let's let's see if we can get some more. Thank you for doing that, Raymond. It goes to Primordial Demons. Welcome on in. Okay. So the the essential argument that Zubair was saying. I was worried that Microsoft's going to get an, a, a very, very good, you know, controlling interest of the market, and then they're going to push everything to lower value games in greater quantity on a subscription service. Let's call it dollar menu gaming. I'm not using that as a pejorative. I literally think that Microsoft is fostering an ecosystem for low entrance cost gamers and I think there's lots of them I think every time you enter into a market like this there are going to be people that are looking for the bargain they're going to be looking for the lowest cost entry and I think America is a great you know seedbed for that Microsoft and Xbox are more rooted in America and Americans are more on that sort of frugal wavelength right other cultures in other countries might take a lot of pride in spending lots of money on something a a premium or luxury market is a little bit more maybe in their way of thinking so Zubair essentially said that there is a section of the market that will hit equilibrium like people will flood over to the dollar menu gaming because that's what they look for right like people flood to McDonald's and Walmart for lower value products because the price to get them is lower but that doesn't take away from gourmet burger joints gourmet restaurants it doesn't take away from luxury markets or luxury clothing stores like walmart having people that flood their market because it's 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 low value low cost doesn't take away from high value high cost markets so that put me on a train of thought if nintendo is never the premium console for high-end gaming, but Nintendo is the console you go to for Nintendo first-party titles. And if Xbox becomes the ecosystem where it's a bargain, it's low entrance, right? It's low entrance, potential, I think, low value. I think the minute you start going down the subscription route, I think you're going to lower the value of those properties because you'll likely have to shrink some of the studios. Quality will go down, and because when quality goes down, you, you, that that's that's not necessarily hurting a subscription service, is it? Right. What that does in the market is it leaves this huge open runway of nobody really competing with Sony at the premium level. Look at their hardware push, the rumored hardware push for the PS5 Plus. I'm gonna thank the new member in a second, but I've got to keep this train going. So Sony will have no competition in the premium gaming, premium hardware market. All of this could shake out actually very well for Sony because who's going to compete with them at that level? You want premium level AAA games for $70? You want the best hardware? You want high-end next-gen gaming? They're the platform to get it. You're not going to get it on Nintendo and you're certainly not going to get it on an ecosystem that pushes subscription. Microsoft had no choice but to veer away from premium gaming to compete. That's exactly right. This actually could end up being good for gamers in one sense. 
Zubair compelled me to see it that way yesterday. Yo, Kenneth Satterwhite with the brand new membership. Welcome in, Kenneth. Thank you for doing that. That's my absolute favorite is when people do the membership on their own, right? Instead of, oh, I'm going to wait for a gifted. Do me a favor. If you, if you like my content, if you watch on a regular basis, man, hit that join button, hit that dollar sign. It's five bucks. It's five bucks. It gets you in my member pool for the entire month. I do streams on Friday night with my wife. I do a debrief stream every day just with members. It's a behind-the-scenes discussion about how the day went. We have a members-only Discord. It supports me directly. You'll notice this ain't a very big channel, but we pull numbers. We get a lot of people here. And the reason we're able to do it is because of members. Next thumbnail should say, Sony is the BMW of gaming and half the internet melts trolls for miles BMW trolls would show up too Warpath renewing for 7 months I grew up on Xbox but I play everywhere and I still have a huge bias toward Xbox the more I listen the more I'm scared of this deal block it Cowboy says Lono do you think there can be any benefit for Sony if this deal goes through Cowboy I just that, that was I just went on a big argument about that that was my entire point that was my answer to you. You answer, you asked that question a little did you did you leave or something and not hear what I said? I just went on a huge argument about how there'll be three very distinct platforms for gaming and PlayStation will be the premium place for high-end next-gen gaming, high-end hardware. I think that's great for Sony. Who's going to compete with them? Sony's literally been paying for third-party premium game studios to exclude Xbox, yet Xbox still has the best hardware. I mean, I've read all the hardware analysis. That's not true. Some people say BMW stands for big money wasted. Off topic, I downloaded Mighty Doom after your tweet. Gameplay loop is a lot of fun. Apparently, it has a lot of bad micro-spending stuff in it. I still think it's fun. If you can avoid the micro-spending, I think Mighty Doom is a cool little game. No benefit for Sony, they can lessen the blow. No, seriously, think about it. Think about this with me. This isn't cope. I I genuinely think this is about the market. I genuinely think that if Microsoft becomes the subscription ecosystem, that's not a threat to Sony. Sony will become the premium, luxury, high-end hardware, high-end gaming platform. And here's the beauty of that. That's great for everybody. If Sony, because people are like, nah, man, Sony's going to have to change their ways with PS Plus. They're going to have to adapt and compete with Microsoft. No, they're not. They're just going to keep doing what they do. You want to play Spider-Man 2? You want to play Wolverine? Now, Doc Dark released a video yesterday, and I don't think his argument's very compelling. Because he says, oh, there's no reason to be on a PS5 because everything comes to PC. Okay, but that's not a very compelling argument. It isn't. There's there's a great reason to buy a PS5. People don't like waiting. That's like saying, there's no reason to buy that iPhone right now. It'll be cheaper in a year. Do you really think that's going to slow down early adopters from lining up outside? Like, do you really think that's going to stop people from buying the brand new iPhone? No. Well, there's no reason to be a PS5. Those titles, they come to PC later. That's not a very convincing argument, Doc, because that's not how consumers behave. Like, What are you talking about? People want the game right away. And here's the thing. 
Let's imagine a world that in seven years, Sony launches the next God of War game on the PlayStation 6 and the PC at the same time. That doesn't hurt their identity if that is viewed as a premium high-end game. It doesn't hurt their identity. So that's the question. Like, I, I do think there might be a point in time where Sony says, okay, we need to we need to get that line closer. You need to get that line closer because PC is just such a big market. But I think if Sony leans into we are high-end premium gaming, think about what's gonna happen. Track with me here. What do you think is gonna happen if the PS5 Pro comes out and it helps with ray tracing which is something developers really want to lean into because it speeds up development it cuts development time down way 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 shorter because it does everything automatically and if they have a console if they become the premium console to throw in ray tracing and get your development sped up you're going to have developers this is the way technology goes by the way there are developers that want to jam everything into a game they can they want to make everything pretty they want to do all the new stuff all the new texture mapping all the new rendering effects all the new lighting they want to do all of that Sony can become the platform where that it's the best platform to do that. And you know what Microsoft's marketing strategy is? It's brilliant. Look at the brilliance here. We don't need to compete with Sony's hardware. Nope. Why? Ecosystem footprint, baby. The future of the future of games is heavily live service. We know this. We know live services games are are, are coming in great numbers. So, so Microsoft can approach a game company and say, oh, you want your game to be really successful? It's a live service game. Guess what? Look how big our ecosystem is. Series S, Series X, PC, mobile, cloud. <laughs> Look how big our platform is. We'll throw you on our subscription service. We'll cut you a fat check. People can spend their money in your monetization funnel after the fact. And see, they get to avoid a direct competition with Sony's hardware or Sony's high-end games. They don't even have to compete. They don't, they don't even have to compete. They just they just they no, we're going to go over here and play football. You guys are going to play baseball. We're not playing against you anymore. I I honestly think it could that could benefit the customer. The biggest risk in handing Microsoft this much power is if you let them buy up that much property and then they put it all on their ecosystem storefront and they put it all behind like a subscription fee, guess what? Other companies are going to feel like we all need to buy up and consolidate as well. And that Twitter thread I just read you, if consolidation is incentivized and companies start to create strategic alliances, that actually hurts the supply to the market and that actually hurts market choice and consumer choice. That's where we start to lose. Lono, you're going to discuss the congressional letter on BRAP tonight. Let's do it. Let's do it. I really want to know what Alex thinks of it. I'm going to be on BRAP. I'm recording an episode with BRAP tonight, and Ono X Alex is going to be there at the same time, I believe. They're competing. Screen time is what they're competing at. Yeah, but here's the thing you have to understand. There's a market for entrance-level cars. Right? There's a market for Honda Civics. There's also a market for Ferraris and Audis and BMWs. There's a market for Toyota Corollas and Honda Civics. And then there's a market for high-end cars. Oh man, look at the number of Honda Civics that sold last year. 
what's what's BMW gonna do? What do you mean? They sell to a different section of the car market. But it's a live show. It's a live show. Oh my! I'm gonna be live tonight on Brap. I didn't know it was a live show. Okay, I'll have to let everybody know so they can tune in. I think Alex and I are going to do some stuff too. He wanted to play Path of Exile with me. um, And I don't have time, but I think we could do some really, really fun stuff with Diablo 4. Omar's caught in a mental loop. Someone save him. What's Omar? What's Omar saying? I don't like it because the terms are clearly misguided and based on the limited time frame. Again, the 360 would have had 100% market share of Gen 7 for over a year, and then they lost that Gen. I'm not sure what Omar's arguing. Oh, Brap is always live. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Is it it? Brap, is it on the the name and chat that you're using right now? Like, can people click on your name and go sub? Is that the channel I should direct them to? I'll do that right now. He can't get over the generation definitions. Oh, okay. You call it low end, but no game competes with Valorant on Game Pass? Yes? Okay. So guys, you can click on his name or click on the link I just put in chat. Throw throw him some subscriptions over there. I'll be live over there tonight. It should be a banger of a show. I think me and Oh No, it's Alex are going to I think we're going to become friends. I, I I already like him. I already like him. You guys know I like guys that are bigger than me too, so it, you know, it works. <laughs> I have that crush on Jason Momoa and Henry Cal- and Henry Cavill and I mean, you know, Alex is he's kind of a big dude, he's kind of muscular, you know. He could cuddle me and I'd feel safe. I mean, it you know, I think it'll work. Oh, I got something in my eye. What's the show about later? Just stuff that's been happening lately. Apparently, I'm going to be talking about the congressional letter. I'm not sure what he's I'm not sure what else we might be talking about. I think I blocked Omar. What's he saying? Why would you block Omar? He actually knows what he's talking about. The dude's like a lawyer within like trademark law. Alex, looking forward to connecting with you. Yeah, we've been talking in DMs. Yeah, we've been talking in DMs. So you like pretty much every guy you see? (laughs) Everyone's bigger than you. That's right. Hey, listen, man. That just just gives me a lot of options. You know? I got a lot of... uh, I got a lot of meat to choose from at the market. This is getting weird. <laughs> this is getting weird, guys. This is getting real weird. What time? Yeah, what time, BB? 9? 9 p.m. Eastern, I believe. So we'll probably connect a little bit before that. Yeah, it's 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm asking, I know, because I agreed to be on. Check out my boy Legend. He's a cool guy. He's talk. He's tight with Doc Dark, and Doc's been on his podcast before. Who's the other guy people want me to connect with? Uh, Puerto, Puerto Rock, Rock, Puerto Rock. I think we're gonna discuss congressional letter, Diablo Four open beta, and E three. Oof, poor, poor, poor E three. Not true. Lono and I are about the same height. That's true. Raz is not. Uh, Von Raz is not very tall. 
Lona wouldn't like me. I'm 6'135 soaking wet. Yeah, you need more meat on your bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to feel like I'm being hugged by a tree, not a twig. <laughs> That's so mean, but it's so good. That's so accurate. That's so accurate. <laughs> I, I, I want to feel like I'm being hugged by a tree, not a twig. Oh, gosh. What a line. P-Rock is Doc Dark's brother. Oh, I thought they looked alike. You know what I mean? I didn't want to totally do that thing of like, they all look the same. But I was like, man, these guys look similar. <laughs> I mean, they look kind of similar. You know, I, I don't want to be that guy, you know? Hey, hey this is cliche white guy. Yeah. Like, no, they look kind of, they look kind of similar. <laughs> Uh, this section is just Lono being Lono. Yeah, this is just me being me. All everybody's put down their weapons and pitchforks, and we're just having fun. Tell them, brap. Wow, Lono, you think we all look alike? No, I don't. <laughs> I thought they looked alike, and I thought I don't. I don't. I don't want to say it and be and be that guy and be wrong. <laughs> They're brothers. That's come on. They're brothers. They're brothers. Like birth brothers. You're not supposed to say that aloud. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look, I'll admit it. I can't tell streamers apart. <laughs> That's so good. That's it. That's it. Canceled. Yeah, clipped and canceled. I'm done. They're not real brothers. Wait, did somebody lie to me? Somebody in chat said that they were brothers. What do you mean, you people? (laughs) What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? (laughs) That's got to be one of the best sequences. Like, the the way they set that up, that, like... RDJ says, what do you mean, you people? And then he's like, what do you mean, you people? (laughs) And then he says, huh? (laughs) It's perfect. It's so perfect. Could you, Joe Rogan asked him, could you do that? Do you think you could do that today? He's like, oh, you could. (laughs) RDJ's like, you could. Oh, man. So funny. Hang on a second. I got to set this up. That's what we call in the business a sting. They are real brothers. Let's say you guys out here trying to sting me. They're like, watch this, watch this. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this white man to admit that they look alike, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna rug pull on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they brothers. <laughs> oh, I thought they looked alike. Ha <laughs> ha, psych. <laughs> Surprise, mother. They're not brothers. Oh, come on, come on, you guys. What? I don't even know what that is. I'm just a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> so good. So funny, man. I thought Doc said him and Puerto Rocker Brothers. Well, somebody did a video of them on Twitter, and I was like, man, they're like they have like a similar face shape. I was like, they look they literally look similar. Somebody's trying to mess with me. Somebody's trying to somebody's trying to play a game. <laughs> Somebody's trying to play games. They're like, yeah, 
We'll trip up this white fool. We'll get him. <laughs> we'll get him to say something stupid. All right, hang on a minute. Uh, perfect. We'll put it on calm. We'll redirect to there. We'll save. We'll save. Beautiful. I got a really, really good video today about lies of P. You guys are going to like this one. People are calling it a Bloodborne copycat. Ooh-wee. We're going to be over there in just a just a minuto. Uh, I am going to gift five members. Every 25, I owe you five. So the next, the next milestone is 50. The next milestone is 50. So if we hit that in the next 10 minutes, I would have to gift 10. I will gift them over in the premiere. So I will reward the people that go watch the... Uh, the premiere <clears throat> Lona's trying to get chose chose huh I really got to get into these streams more I've been uh, stuck with the Spotify stuff because I've been busy I appreciate that M-Man June I want them to make a sequel for that game I think Jack Black would have it be called Arctic Lightning or something ridiculous well, they end the movie, and, and RDJ no longer looks like that. So they, they could kind of get around that. You know what I mean? They can get around that. It's cross-race identification bias. Lifetime of studies have your back. Don't worry. But wouldn't it just be a familiarity problem? Isn't that true in music as well? Like, if you listen to country music religiously, and somebody else that is unfamiliar with country music is like, it all sounds the same to me. I get that with metal music. Like, I'll listen to a handful of metal bands, and I know distinctly the differences, and like, well, this this band does polyrhythmic, and this band does really driving stuff, and this band's more participatory, and this band does more breakdowns. And somebody unfamiliar with metal music is like, I, I, it all sounds the same to me. Oh, chose as in cuffed or picked up. Chose as in picked up by thick term. Oh, tree man. Oh, 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 oh. I got it, I got it. So obviously, if I am constantly seeing American persons my entire life, and I'm not familiar with the differences between what there's like different sections of Asians, and I I can't pick I couldn't pick them out and tell you well that's Vietnamese or that's Japanese or Chinese like I would struggle to dif- differentiate. It's simply because I'm not familiar with it, just like music. Like, it's like, I'm just not familiar with it. It's harder for me to pick out the differences. Now, just like with music, if you teach me and let me listen to a bunch of different country music, I could then start picking out the differences. Oh, I can hear it now. I can see it now. So, right now, I have an easier time picking out and being like, oh, I can see the differences. Because I, you know, I I hang out with people that are, you know, Korean. I've, you know, I've got friends that are... Japanese. So it's like, oh yeah, I can see some of the differences now. It's just difficult. It's like, I, I don't know. It's it's just like music. It's like, well, I've, I've not grown up with it. I, I It's hard. It's difficult. <clears throat> I remember the first time I heard metal music, I was like, this sounds terrible. 
I couldn't I couldn't uh, I couldn't differentiate between like the voices and the drums and the music and then you start to adapt and you're like oh I can hear it all now <clears throat> I missed it but did you cover what Tony Todd said about Spider-Man 2 well yeah um he, he basically accidentally, I guess, let it slip that they were looking at September, but I thought that got squashed. It all got deleted, which makes me think maybe that is true. Maybe Spider-Man is coming in September. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Ouch. Because... If you're going to delete it, 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 it likely has some truth. Like, typically, when stuff leaks, you know, he just ignores. I'm sorry, I forgot you guys were up there. I'm sorry, Johnny, I forgot you were there. Uh, if you guys want interaction with me, you got to go to my profile and just come to YouTube. I just have such a hard time interacting with both. I would, I would If they could give me a dadgum stream key, I could have you guys in a bigger frame, and I just can't do it. <clears throat> the slim the slim bundle was debunked not the spider-man oh oh oh! the slim bundle was debunked but not the date for spider-man they said fall for spider-man so late september data miners seem to have confused the spider-man bundle with the swim slim release date got it okay okay Yeah, I, I don't intend to ignore the tickety-talk. I just, I stream over here so people can be like, oh, this is a pretty good show. Maybe they hang out and listen. The best way to support me is to watch on YouTube anyway. I don't make any, like, the tickety-talk's monetization structure is so stupid. Like, I, I, I don't make any money because it doesn't, they take, they barely give you any. People are, like, showering you with gifts, and I'll get, like, a penny. It doesn't make any sense at all. I'll end a stream and be like, hey man, thanks for the gift, thanks for the gift, thanks for the gift. Oh yeah, also you, thanks for the gift. And it'll be like, yeah, your payout from today was five cents. I'm like, what? (laughs) The podcast I'm doing tonight is BRAP. Uh, I'll put a link in chat. BRAP podcast. And it'll be at 9pm Eastern. I do have a video about Bloodborne that we'll be checking out momentarily. Uh people are claiming that uh, Bloodborne, I'm sorry, uh, people are claiming Lies of P is a Bloodborne copycat, so we're going to be checking that video out Um, if you want to support it, you'll have to come over to YouTube to watch it, we'll also be ending our day uh, with members, a members debrief, and that will be after that video And when we go over there, I will be gifting five members because we hit our goal of 25. The next milestone was 50. We didn't hit it, but that's totally fine. I'll gift five once we get over there. Yo, what's good games for eternity? Is Reforge Roast good? It is good. We're running a special right now on our triple thread. If you go to reforgeroast.com, you can use code MARCHMADNESS and you will get uh, a discount on all three flavors. We have a light roast, a dark roast, and our holiday blend, uh, the Frickmas blend, and we're moving through all of that. We'll have new bags for the dark roast very soon as well.
Who cares if it's a Bloodborne copy? Good, because FromSoft is not giving us an updated version. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, if you're not going to give us a PC version, there you go. Hello, bro. I'm just lurking, enjoying your channel. Thank you. If you guys missed today's stream, you can always go back and watch the show open. It was about the Xbox Activision deal. Congress weighed in with a letter that I think is honestly kind of embarrassing and pretty much betrays ignorance about the Japanese market. And it, we also covered the fact that no, we don't sell tea. Um, we also cover the fact that the Japanese regulator approved the deal, so Microsoft is one step closer to getting ABK. Uh, we covered that. We covered the timing relationship between the two. It seems a little uh, suspicious, but it's hard to know because of how, you know how slow these things are. Um, Zubair says, it's stupid good coffee. Trust me, I know. I buy more coffee than anybody. Yeah, Zubair is our number one purchaser. You do sell the light roast. That's basically tea. Yeah, Zubair is a big dark roast fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're excited for more Souls likes. Yeah, I think Lies of P looks great. We're going to be doing, we're going to be, I'm reacting to somebody saying it's a copycat. So here's what you guys can do for me. Make sure that you have smashed the like button on this video. We only need 40 more likes. There's almost 600 people here right now. There's probably 40 of you that have not hit the like button yet. If you enjoy the show, if you listen every day, if you lurk, if you, if you support the, uh, the channel. Make sure you have smashed the like button and make sure when we go over to this Lies of P Bloodborne video that you do the same thing, right? A ton of you typically go over and when you smash that like button, it really helps. Also remember, if you really enjoyed today's live stream or you enjoy the upload that we're about to go watch together, always remember to leave a comment. A lot of you are here and debating and commenting and it's a blast. And then you go back and leave a comment on the live stream. That's really helpful because YouTube looks at the live stream once I'm not streaming and they're like, hey, why is nobody commenting, right? So that's a great way to help us. Not the 98% figures was just for the Japanese market. It's not just the Japanese market. It's just the Japanese market with respect to high-end consoles. Like it's really getting misrepresented by gaming press and by pro Xbox guys. Like Japanese, the Japanese market is is mostly Nintendo. <laughs> like, if you look at any of the numbers. So, all right, I am going to send you guys over now. If you prefer not to ride the redirect, please click the link in chat. When you go over to this Lies of P video, do me a favor, smash the like button. I'll be in the chat hanging out with you. And then when that video ends, we're all going to hang out in a members debrief. And that's a great reason to be a debrief. Go over to this video. I'm going to give some members, and you might get one. All right, I'll see you guys over there. And uh, thanks so much for the support today. Hit like on this video on your way out and then hit like on the new video when we get over there.